Ja. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know who it is, baby. It's the highest host, Adam Ilchon, out right here at the Crown OG Studios, baby. Yes, it's another show. It's another show. We got another fucking podcast going to shout out to Kentron chilling in the corner right there with tickling them ebony's and ivories making it happen dude it's always good to see you Ken indeed <laughs> trying to talk and play is kind of hard to do but I'll try I like when you talk and play you just turn it into singing trying to stay on beat <laughs> listen listen it's been a, a great week we've been super busy shout out to everyone who's been uh following fucking with us and if you're listening to this right now wherever you're at in the world we appreciate you you know we're on all platforms audio what is it google amazon spotify apple uh uh podbean all those all those audio accounts and if you want to watch it live uh and you are watching it live on youtube appreciate y'all you already know getting high with on youtube and if you're super down you probably watch it live right now on Twitch. So shout out to all y'all in Twitch. Appreciate all you guys. But enough about what's going on here. You already know what the hell's happening. It's not about me. You guys get me all the time. It's about who's sitting on these Versace espresso glider recliners. And I have an amazing guest. I've been trying to get her on my show for a couple years now. I'm on so many different platforms. Schedules have been crazy. You know, she's a podcast host. She's a fucking writer, first of all, for some crazy ass outlets. She's had articles in like Rolling Stone and High Time dude she's traveled the world she's an actress she's a comedian i've seen her do stand-up at a couple places uh uh and she uh loves men for sure i really do she loves men i promise i love men she just doesn't like stupid misogynistic fucking men correct if you already recognize it you know uh if you don't i'll say it dude it's mary jane gibson in the building so happy to be here. Thank you. No, oh, thank man. you for coming. I'm such a fan. Stop it, please. I sure. really am. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. Like, I've known you, watched you, and gotten to know you, and, like, admired you for a decade no, now, man. Just, stop it. Yeah, seriously. When I was, like, with High Times in New York days, and, like, we would start doing events, hmm. and you would just show up and, like, light up the room. Oh, stop. Huge fan. <laughs> Always. Thank you so much for the words. That's. I think that's the first time we crossed paths was at a High Times event or the offices or something. Yep. You were, like, like the in charge of the culture or my, what was the title at high times i worked my way up i just started out as like a proofreader copy editor and then i eventually worked my way into an editorial position and uh became the culture editor yeah culture editor mm-hmm. you know and i am the culture so i was like <laughs> we should not just play <laughs> no and we used to talk about that too like you know when it was a community and not an industry like yeah. how important that was yeah and, you know all the work that you do around that like i've Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed my time hanging with you. So. Thank you. And, uh, you know, we've done some crazy things, and the weed has changed a lot in the past so 10 much. years since we've known each other mm-hmm. now. Uh, and it's just crazy to see what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't even know what's going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're all just making it happen, whatever we're doing. I swear to God, all I try to do is figure out what is going on and i know less every single day like i just saw something today about how the buzz in washington is around uh rescheduling to schedule three 
and like all of the sort of industry people in DC are talking about this rescheduling that's going to happen. And I was like, oh, that's the first time I've heard of that. To sket, to three? What is sket, like cannabis? Exactly. Right? What I is what is three? I don't know. Aspirin? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is my job. I've been writing about cannabis for a long time, and sometimes like I take my eye off it for a second, which I did this summer. Like I took a little, I just went on vacation. Yeah, you know? you've been traveling. You're like, yeah. fuck it, I'm going. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to Portugal for a minute and just gonna like go to some sea caves, you know? And it was great. But then I came back and I was like, what's happening? Yeah, what's well, it's always changing. Like yeah. the culture is fucking and even the way the way to consume has been changed so much from so much. Like I know people that don't even know what like weed looks like. All they know is what pre-rolls are. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all they get. They just go to store by pre-roll. You give them an eighth of weed, they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. What it's yeah, it's fully I mean just the tech too I feel like tech really like boomed and then popped and people have gone back to flower now which is kind of I don't know what do you think are you seeing that like I feel I like mean, it was everything was about the high-tech vape pens for a minute there but I mean I think uh, I mean vaping is very popular because it's most convenient and it's the easiest to do and uh, and people just want easy quick these days people just want fast instant gratification no one wants to like work up and build to like being satisfied they just want, I want it now yeah give it to me now and I think with vape pens and pre-rolls, it's it's a lot easier than buying an eighth of weed and then breaking it down, packing a bowl, uh, lighting that shit, or rolling it up. And now it's just like, give it to me right now. Let me press a button and inhale China Terps. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're so right, though. I mean, that's it. like the, the mountain sage that you just gave me from Cannabiotics. Like, that's exactly what you have to do with it, though, is like you have to spend some time with it. I mean, when I was handed a nug of that at a party, a couple months ago, I was saying before we started recording, like I, I put some in my pocket and I went home with it and then I spent some time with it and really appreciated just everything that comes along with it. And I know, you know, there's some people who won't even use a grinder with that stuff. Like you got to break it up with your fingers, no scissors, all the, you know, just the like preserve every part of it. Yeah. And those purists, while sometimes annoying, <laughs> are always the ones who know what's really happening, like what's really good, you know? They got the finger on the pulse. Yeah. I don't know, the purists sometimes, you know, like I love them, but like, come on, can we just smoke some weed? Like, okay, your shit is like, you know, only used reverse osmosis, alkaline water. And yeah, it's... we don't need you to be snobs. Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't want you to be elitist weirdos about it, right? I mean, like, home grow sometimes is what you just have, and that's what's that, good. That's, I mean, I feel like weed, 10 years ago was a lot better than the weed today because yeah. people actually cared about the product and the, the product spoke for them. Right now, I feel like bags are what speaks for people. Like, how cool is your logo? How cool is your Mylar bag? Mm -hmm. Who cares what's inside the Mylar bag? It's what's outside. Like, what? right. Are you guys even real smokers? Like, yeah. what? Please, chill. What is your, like... Do you feel like there are any good sort of like celeb-fronted weed brands that are on the go right now? Do you celeb? Yeah. No. Nothing? Well, the thing, well, okay, um, I lied, I'll take it back. Squints, I mean, what's what's the, like, Squints, you know, uh, Chauncey from Sandlot, Squints, the actor who has his uh, line called Foreign Genetics? Yeah. I mean, it, he's a celebrity, people know him, and he's actually really passionate about his weed, he, like, understands. Shavo? Yeah. Shavo? 22 System Red. 22 Red, I feel like he's very passionate about yeah. his product and really doesn't put just bullshit. I feel like a lot of celebrities just get presented like, hey, we just want to put your name on this and we'll give you X amount of dollars. All you got to do is post it and we'll give you free weed. Yeah. And they don't fucking know what good weed is and what isn't. They just know what they get. They don't even, Justin Bieber doesn't smoke weed. I, I'm sure he does, but does he really know like no. the difference? Like, 
No. You could put three different nugs in front of me, and I'll tell you they're different. You could put three different nugs in like a regular person, and they won't know. We are right. like a small percentage of the big consumer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and I don't consider I'm not a canister. Like I, I definitely have benefited so much from hanging out with people who know so much. But like, I would never call myself someone who knows a lot about weed, even though I write about it a lot and I learn about it a ton and I spend a lot of time around people who know a lot about it. But I always feel like kind of in the dark until someone will like point something out to me about it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. How did how did you get into cannabis? Because you do write for a lot of prestigious uh, uh, publications. You have an amazing podcast with Mike Glazer, the uh Weed, Weed and Grub, grub. <laughs> which I've been on. Yep. And um, you, you know, you're a part of a lot of these cannabis events. Like, what? How did you get into? I don't think I've ever. I don't think I know how you got into it. Uh, I mean, I basically like I've always loved being around creative weirdos, and so. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone who smokes weed is a creative weirdo. No, yeah, I mean no, but like that's I don't know the circles that I always found myself in. Like growing up, I grew up in Newfoundland in Canada. You're from Canada? Yeah, I'm from Newfoundland. What? Yeah. Is that how you say it? I thought it's Newfoundland. Uh, Newfoundlanders say it Newfoundland to rhyme with understand. Newfoundland, understand? Okay. But, you know, I don't, it's but okay. But the rest of the world goes Newfoundland? Cause, Newf- Newfoundland, Because yeah. that's what it's uh, how it's spelled. Like, it's new land that's been found. It's Newfoundland. Exactly. <laughs> Is that really why they call it Newfoundland? New, Newf- Newfoundland. Now I'm like, how do I say it? <laughs> How do I say where I grew up? Well, yeah, Newfoundland is, um, so growing up there, there was no flour. It was all hash. It was all imported bricks of hash. And that was like my first experience with getting high. I was doing hot knives in my friend's basements as a teenager. And I was like, you know, I was- Did you like it? I did, but I I always got like too blasted. So I was kind of like socially awkward and uncomfortable. Too high. Yeah. What is hash? It's like a concentrated floor. It was like, let's go to the bar, but we're not drinking beers. We're just going to take shots every time. Yeah. And it was, so it was like, it was, I knew that I wanted to know more about it, but like sometimes it was, it just felt like it was too intense, you know? Um, And then I eventually made my way to Montreal and got to know a bunch of creative weirdos there and kind of learned a little more about like flour and that kind of stuff, but was, you know, not really into the cannabis culture until I moved to the U.S. And then I landed in Seattle and... Seattle was the first city you lived in in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Seattle just had this like amazing coffee and weed culture along with all of the great psychedelics. And I started going to, you know, festivals and just really experiencing that part Immersing of yourself in the culture. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. I'll take all the drugs. Going to Burning Man for the first time and just like, yeah, you know, taking a huge dose of mushrooms and listening to that crazy music on the planet. And oh, I was like, okay. The heroic dose. Definitely saw some shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at Burning Man, I'm sure you see shit even if you're not on drugs. Definitely. Yeah, it was like the beginning of this podcast. It was like Burning Man for my ears. It was just like a cacophony of stuff that was all happening at once. It was good or bad? Great if you if that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you you pulled up. I got like a little new vibe going on here. Thank you for pulling. And uh, I told you we were uh, go to the apothecary real quick to get some weed. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, you blew my mind. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that I was getting a shopping spree. What? Yeah, yeah. we got to go. Shout out to apothecary. We went to apothecary. If you're watching the video, I'm sure you saw the shopping experience. If you're just watching this uh, or listening to this. Um, we went to Apothecary and, you know, I'm the world's best butt tender, self-proclaimed. Yep. I feel like it. You know, I kind of know what's going on. And, and I like to learn about, you know, who's coming on just in the shop because you learn a lot about people. And, you know, organic stories were told and, you know, your experiences. And you're like me. You love sativas. Yep. 
Love them terps. I do. I like. I didn't know that I really loved sativas until I judged a sativa um, category at a cop in Amsterdam. Oh, so a lot just, of hazes out there. Yeah, and it was one of my first times going to a cop, and I was like honored with fucking being a judge, and they gave me the judge's kit, and I had this week in Amsterdam that was like, yes, it was a one-week-long panic attack, but also it was a great way to see the city. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just smoke it and go. <laughs> like, I just wandered around... You know, looking at all the lights and just feeling like so. In Amsterdam? Yeah. And all like, the grachs. Yeah. All the what? Grachs. That's the canals. Gra oh, grachs. Grachs. You gotta say it like then though. Grach. Grach. They're, it's hard, their language. I'm like. Grach. Yeah, grach. Dash. It's, it's a Van Gogh. Yeah, Van Gogh. Yeah, see? Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really Van Gogh, it's Van Gogh. And you're like, what the fuck? The Rach Museum. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I went, love Amsterdam. My first time getting stoned, it was it truly, truly, truly stoned was in Amsterdam with a boyfriend who actually like knew how to get high, and he was like, "What not, do you mean? You didn't know how to get high? You were taking hot knives? That was it? Hot knives and like bong rips, and always feeling uncomfortable and not like really knowing how it was gonna work for me. You know what I mean? Like when you're a teenage you're just girl, over consuming. Yeah, I was over consuming as a teenage, like a teenage girl with dudes who could like go way harder than I was right. and I was like oh I just don't know if this is gonna work for me and then I went to Amsterdam with this like lover and he was like I'll show you how it's done I'll show you the ways <laughs> we went into a you know spot and we bought some northern lights and we went to the Vondel Park and smoked a joint and I was like oh okay oh they've got parrots here cool You're like this is Mary Jane <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> this is me on so, drugs. So you think while you were in Canada as a teenager smoking, were you doing it more to like impress your friends or just try to be cool? Or were you like... I just, I loved kind of like tripping. Like I really loved taking mushrooms and running around. Well, well, are you, you still dose? Yeah, all the time. Are you like a micro? Or are you a macro? Or a... Both? I'm, I'm both. I'll, uh, yes, as often as possible. <laughs> yeah, right now? Yeah. Not right, not okay. today. Not okay. today. But like micros very often. And micros great. You add a little glitter to your life. Everything yeah. sparkles. You're just a little happier. Nature's Xanax, baby. <laughs> like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't need any pharmaceuticals. Um, yeah, so like definitely micros and then macros like for occasions. If I want to like reset or celebrate a birthday or mark a full moon or, you know, just... I mean, have a great time with friends doing at a it cabin right. in the woods. You know, I just don't want to do it like in the city when I'm dealing with life's stresses because then it doesn't really work for me. But I was, I was, you know, doing a little research. You know, I shout out to my wife. She helps me out a little bit. Yes. Uh, a lot of bit, actually. You already know. Love her. Um, And I, I learned some things. I, you, you were like traveling the world before you even got here. You were, you performed in theater. You were a theater kid. Wicked theater kid. What? You yeah. were in Dublin and London and Paris? Yeah. What? Yeah. Acting? At, well, so I, I went to theater school in Montreal. Okay. Um, an amazing school called the National Theater School of Canada that was like a French and English program. Best three years. Had the most amazing time meeting some of the best people and just, yeah, learning the crafts of theater. And then I graduated and immediately didn't know what the fuck to do. And that was during your college years? Yep. And were you already consuming, I'm sure, because you said you were consuming at a teenage. Yep, but I didn't smoke a whole lot during theater school. Like, okay. There was the, those days were so packed that it was like hard to do much other than like go to school and go home to sleep. But 
you know, like it was definitely around like when we would have like a cool party with the French section. So you're <laughs> out here. How were you in school? Were you a good student? I feel like you were a good student, but you like talked back school. Yeah. to the teachers. Uh, no, no. I was super like super obedient. Oh, super, yeah. yeah. Were oh. you front of the like, did you sit in the front row? Or? Yeah. Okay. Always. You and like stayed late and shit. And, did yeah. extra work, helped the teacher yeah, a little bit. I was an apple polisher. Good. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> good student. I tried to, I tried my best. Yeah. That's right. I, I prided myself on it. My parents were very much like, uh, you know, if you're doing well in school, that we can, um, that sort of currency in my family for, okay. like, for love was Do like good, doing get well. rewarded. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I, see, I was kind of a good kid, a good student, so my parents never really fucked with me. They didn't really question what I was doing. Were you, did you get good grades? Yeah, I was a good, I was a good kid. You know, I didn't really ask him for money. I, I went to school. I got grades. You know, I just spoke. I just talked a lot. Like that's the only thing about my teachers. I'm like, just shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is boring, bro. Make it entertaining. But yeah, so they never really like fucked with me, and you know that's how I started consuming because I was like, when did you start smoking? Uh, my first time at like my bar mitzvah. Whoa, really? Yeah. Okay. But like every day started 15. Okay. Around 15. And then it was like, then I, I turned into like, let me buy weed and sell it to my friends and yeah. then get weed and money. And then, you know, then I ended up. And how did it work for you at school with like grades and stuff? Did you stay, were you a good student throughout? I just had common sense. And yeah. the, the teacher, I went to LAUSD. You can only imagine like being a teacher in Los Angeles and you have a you know, six periods of 30 kids every period. And yeah. you just don't want to annoy them. Just don't let them remember you as a fucking annoying student and just be cool and help them out and be respectful and turn in the work. And they're like, all right, this kid's going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. That's so awesome. Like, what a good lesson in just life. Like, you can yeah. smoke so much weed and still just... Just be responsible. Do great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, school's so easy. If I had school right now like, and didn't have to live in the real world... Yeah. What? I'll go back to high school. I tell you, I just... <laughs> I did just go back to school recently. I did an eight-week cannabis media fellowship at the University of Vermont, and I got a certificate in plant biology. What? I just did this, and it Congrats. was. Thank you so much. I was really proud of it, and it was. Thank you. I forgot I have these. <laughs> it was. It was. It was a big deal for me. I was really grateful to have it, and I, it was also hard. Like. It was a certificate in plant biology, so we were studying pharmacology and chemistry and agriculture and cultivation and a bunch of stuff that I was like, oh yeah, school is actually, it's it's great. If but you, you sit yeah. down, you give it the time and you apply yourself, but also like I showed up with a, a bit of an ego about stuff and then I get corrected by the teachers and I was like, oh, oh wow. Fuck. Being told I got something wrong is like a far off experience that I was glad to be reminded of. Yeah. It was humbling. A little humbling, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely. I, got, I, I was like, stay humble. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, don't know don't everything. Yeah, chill. They're still the teacher. Oh, you thought you knew. You did yeah. not know. So if you go, do you hike? All the time. I love hiking. So if you go on a hike, are you able to like identify plants and stuff? Are you like, oh, that's a fucking mustard flower? Uh, I try. My friends definitely. So my dad was a fishery scientist. My sister was a fishery scientist. My A what? Fisheries scientist. What's fishery? Is that like, like fish? Fish. Fisheries. So like my dad studied salmon and trout. Okay. My sister studied sharks. Okay. My grandmother studied um, krill and shrimp. Okay. They were all fisheries biologists. And, and this so, is all in, in in Newfoundland. In Newfoundland, yeah, Newfoundland and New Brunswick. Okay. And that so I like definitely grew up with a family who was like it was important to be able to name things in the world, like pick up a creature or a rock or a plant and be able to say what it is and if you don't know what it is you look it up and then you learn it this is perfect because i'm gonna go into my next question because i also <laughs> you know we were doing some research and 
you also were a fisherman? Did you get on these boats and like actually go fishing in like Alaska and? Best job ever. Yeah. I, yep. I did four seasons. Four seasons. Uh huh. And you just go like deep sea on a big ass fucking. So this is the great part about it was that I had this job where I was a deckhand on a salmon tender in southeast Alaska for the troll fleet. So. Okay, you're a deckhand. I was a deckhand. That's like you're actually on the deck, like on doing the, deck. the physical labor. My had muscles and my muscles had muscles. Are, and are I you had... like with a dudes or are they like, get out of here, woman, let a man do it? I was on, uh, <laughs> no. I mean, that's why, I, that's why I'm pissed off like in the real world when dudes are like that with me because I'm like, there was an, on this fishing boat working with men and women, it was so fucking equal. And if anything, the women worked harder than the men because they felt like they had something to prove, especially physically. So like shoveling ice or like moving fish toes around or using the crane, like all that kind of stuff. I worked really hard to like, yeah, just be able to learn and be physically fit and prove myself. And I, I loved it. But the thing about it was when people are like, oh my God, you like went out to sea and that sounds really hard. The deckhand part was hard. But the boat was in southeast Alaska with this very small fishing fleet, the troll fleet, which is all hook and line. So they're not big nets. So you're like out there like So fishing. we were we were basically uh, the boat that would go around all of these boats and pick up their fish and give them fresh ice and then deliver the fish to shore. So okay. I wasn't actually fishing. Putting, yep. I you were fishing. collecting and yeah, you were like transporting on okay. a tender, and so. But the best and this is in Alaska. Uh -huh. There's seas. What sea is that? Um, southeast Alaska is okay. where I was, which okay. is just like the North Pacific. But then there's the Bering Sea. Is what Did you do of. the Bering Sea? I didn't, and that's what was the funny part was because it was when deadliest catch was like a thing, right? And everyone was like watching that show, and they're like, man, everyone's like losing hands and stuff. And also the movie The Perfect Storm had come out just like kind of a few years before, okay. and they were like, that's crazy. You're so brave, and I was like watching humpbacks and like and this is after theater or before theater bef uh, after theater school okay so this is after traveling the world like went to theater school went to Europe and tried to figure out my life for a few years and then Alaska and then you're like fuck it I'm gonna become a fisherman yeah fisherwoman it was to recover from a broken heart I had a broken heart oh, the guy that taught you how to smoke weed uh, no, that guy was later, and we're still friends. Okay, so okay. okay. <laughs> so you came back, you're like, I'm leaving Alaska, I'm leaving Europe, let me go fucking occupy my mind in... Alaska, yeah. My and sister, the shark scientist, was like, you know, the best thing to do for a broken heart is go to sea. Okay. And she was so right, because I went to sea, and I came back with muscles and money and a healed heart. And, and made it, was it so happen. Good. Yeah, it was Damn. like, yeah, if you have a broken heart, get a job on a boat, man, I'm telling you. How, like how, <laughs> you're that's so you're so interesting like you've done so, like we're like only in like your early 20s and you've already like traveled the world doing theater be like a deckhand on a fishing boat thanks man were okay. you were you writing during this like well yeah i know now you love to write i love yep. you love to like talk about issues going on in the world and like, when were you writing and like vlogging or j journaling? I said vlogging, like we fucking did that in the <laughs> late 1900s. Yeah, I had a flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> I had Hotmail. Um, yeah, I, I still do. Vlogging. That's all do my. You? That's where all my spam emails go to my Hotmail. Really? What's your Hotmail address? Chill. <laughs> <laughs> I gave mine up, and I wish I had not because it was check this Miss Delish at Hotmail.com. Ooh. And I gave that shit up. I could mm. sell that for like a million dollars now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you thinking about it. Damn it. Damn, I wish I knew about that. Do people buy emails? Do they? I don't know. Is that like, like a market? If I, people, someone's going to sell me an NFT, I can sell them an email. Yeah, that's like a great. Like, what's your email? Marijuana at hotmail.com? Yeah, like, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> sell it to me. So, no, I was writing, but like doing kind of like creative writing for theater and performance pieces. I was writing stuff that I would then perform. 
at that time. I made a couple plays. I made a play called Burning Cage that I was really proud of that I toured around the country with my co-creator, Nicole Dufresne, and we like did that for several months. And then I made another play called Anaphylaxis. And so that's the kind of writing I was doing. Okay. Okay, I just want to go back to this uh, fishing shit because that shit blows my mind. Because <laughs> I, I also learned, and maybe you can elaborate on this, you went overboard? I did. While fishing in Alaska? I went overboard while we were docking, which is like in all of the times to go overboard, that is a very bad time. Docking is when you go back into the like... When you're parking, basically. Yeah, and that's dangerous, no? Cause... Yeah, it's very dangerous because like, obviously you don't want to go overboard when you're underway because then you're just lost at sea, right? So when, when you're... When you're on your, like when you're moving? Yeah, What's like on? underway. So when you're fishing, you're going kind of slow because you're like dragging the hooks through the water. Right. Like, but when you're underway is when you pull up all your hooks and you go from just, this point to that point. You're just, then, just zooming. Yeah. So you're like, you're going fast or as fast as you can in those little boats. But um, yeah, we were docking. And so it was a, I think she's like an 80 foot power scow. So she's That's a big, four. huge boat. And she, she's like a shoebox. Okay. Okay. And big square. Yeah. Big square. Okay. Basically with a huge foredeck, which is where all of the totes would go with the ice that we would put the sorted salmon into. And so she was big and she was heavy and we were, um, I had this premonition. I was in like the, inside in the galley making some dinner and then the captain called down and he was like, it's time to go and tie up. And I had this premonition. I was like, I'm going overboard. And then I was like, whoa. You felt it? I knew it. That's crazy. I knew for a fact that I was going to go overboard. And then <laughs> I went down to the deck and I was like truly doing everything in my power to not go overboard. And we had to move the lines to tie up from one side to the other at the very last minute because there was a boat tied up in our spot. So it was like basically we had to choose a different way to tie up. And as I was moving this big heavy line from one, I think I was moving it from port side to starboard side, I just tripped over the cleat that you put the rope around and bloop into the water between the boat, boat and, and the, the dock. dock. Oh, so like in that little space. It'll pop you like a grape. Like that. And what are no you doing joke. at that moment? Are you like, do they see you go overboard? Luckily, yeah, there was someone who was on the dock watching us come in to tie up and he, sh he screamed and he luckily the captain heard. And then they were like, man overboard, Canadian overboard, <laughs> and what, fish her out. And what do they, like at that moment, do they just freeze or, I mean, if the it's the water, so it's just like, isn't the boat. It was like very, like, it was kind of like being, like, in, I imagine what it's like in a factory when there's just like a big, slow moving piece of equipment that's gonna crush you against a wall and you're like, your shoelace is stuck in something. That's how I felt. I was just like, I can't move and this boat is gonna crush me. But luckily then they threw it into reverse. Um, and my uh, crewmate Jake came around in the skiff and fished me out of the water like a very ashamed seal and uh, they threw me in the shower and then the captain was like kind of like fuck you mad he was so mad he was so mad have you worked with that captain before he, I had not worked with him before and I ended up dating him afterwards oh. <laughs> <laughs> what he's like you're an idiot let's go on a date he was well I, I mean he was so upset because he was like he liked me, obviously, and he was also just terrified. Like, he was angry because he'd been so scared that I was going to yeah, be squished. That he was going to, damn. Yeah. But anyway, we dated. We're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, John? That's cool, though. You've, you know, had these relationships and you still talk to them after yeah, this time? Generally. What? Almost all of them. There's one who's, I mean, yeah, we don't need to even get into it. But Is that the one that made you go fishing? No, that's, I'm still in touch with him. Oh, damn. <laughs> he broke my heart and I'm still friends with him. What does that say about me? You're a cool person. I don't know. 
What's the yes. cannabis and mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, eh. We don't, yeah, what, what, what's the point of being angry? Like, life is too short. You know what I'm saying? Life is too short to be mad about that stuff like that. Like, he, he broke my heart, but he didn't break it in a way where he was actively trying to hurt me. He just was like, I'm moving to Malaysia and right. you can't come. <laughs> Basically. Would you have went to Malaysia? At the time, yeah. I totally would have followed him anywhere. I wonder what Mary Jane would have been doing if she went to Malaysia. Getting arrested, I think. (laughs) (laughs) The place is rough. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't have, my luck wouldn't hold up in Malaysia. Like, I've been pretty lucky, you know, as far as brushes with the law go. Yeah. Could you you like to consume and and be a part of the whole, you know, psychedelic experience wherever you go? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, and I feel like that's... where's been like the craziest place you're at where you're like, damn, I can't believe I'm in this country, like smoking or tripping. Um, God, I don't even know. It would have to be this country. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Anywhere in this country? I don't know. I, I like on most of my travels, I haven't like had crazy. I mean, except for in Amsterdam, but like uh, didn't really ever do anything when I was living in. No, that's not true. I don't know. London was pretty crazy to run around and be like, like tripping. That city is so wild because it's so old. So there's so many different layers of energy that come through the city. You know, like you can turn a corner and all of a sudden you're like 500 years ago. That's wild. Yeah, the uh, yeah, it's just that's what's crazy because I was born and raised in LA and yeah. we're like what not even a hundred like whatever LA is. I don't even know how long the city's been around, not even a hundred years maybe. Yeah, and like all the buildings are new. So when I travel to like Europe or any other country, even the East Coast, because that's at least two hundred years old. Mm-hmm. But like Europe, you're like, damn, this building is, was built in like fourteen hundred. Yeah, <laughs> this is history here. We don't have history. The school my dad went to, St. Peter's, was found in like I don't even know like 1064 like truly not kidding it's what I, I think it's the oldest boarding school in the world 1064 I, it was founded a crazy amount of time ago was, were there like civilization and like <laughs> were there school? even people like, like what? <laughs> that sounds so crazy it was I can't even remember someone will have to look it up and tell me I got that wrong but it was like so it was actually um one of the schools that inspired JK Rowling to write uh What's that book Harry, called? Harry Potter? Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about that? I don't know. She sucks, but <laughs> <laughs> the books are good. You do have a, a, um, a very great voice in expressing your opinion, and you do get into people's skin, and I love to see it. Thank you. I don't know. You know I know you do, too, though. I, but I don't. It's, but you do. I, I don't know why. You come at them with that mad positivity, and it's like trolling them, right? They feel like you're provoking them. When you're super positive to someone who has, like, full of anger, they feel like your positivity is an attack on them. And that's just the craziest thing. And that's what I'm also trying to do. And he's like, yeah, I mean, we can get into it, but like, I I just think I told someone the other day to drink some water and go for a walk. And they were like, fuck you. And I was like, no, I really think you need to drink some water and go for a walk. Hydrate, bro, get some fresh air. Please take care of yourself, man. I'm worried about you. Yeah. And he was like, so mad about it. So I, I recently have, cause what I did is I, w- yes, I post, you know, I get high, I'm higher than you. That whole little stick sh- I was doing, people thought it was serious and, but it was just for fun. You got to say shit, get people to remember, you know, and you know, the catchphrases work and yeah, I don't know what it is with me, but you know, I've been deleted <laughs> many, many, many times. So many times. <laughs> I mean, truly like 
every single like yeah yeah like people are like what happened to you i'm like i'm still here bro just like social media is not real life bro like seriously <laughs> and that's what a lot of people don't understand and another thing about social media is when you're reading these like comments people read them like with anger because they're already angry and you don't know like the connotation you don't know like yeah how i'm saying it you're reading it in your tone which is coming off angry so just chill and read it like i'm positive and my whole comment is going to be different yeah <laughs> it's they, so true i mean i did this recently like i misinterpreted someone because i was just whatever it was i was in a bad mood i can't even remember what it was but it was a comment on one of the videos that i made and i came in and i just was like you know and they were like whoa i am so i i don't know how you're taking it. like it, and i was like i do this too we're yeah. all guilty of it we're all like sensitive little bruised people walking around with you know like <laughs> licking our licking our wounded paws and it's you know it's the, a hurt world right now man like across the board it is across and, the board and you also like to feed it because um <laughs> you like making sandwiches i do and you like talking about things yep uh when you make these sandwiches uh, a lot of topical like uh policies a lot of politics do you know how it came out like how the whole thing came about i would love to hear it okay i'd love to tell you just because okay. like I, th it was an article for high times you did, I was gonna say, you did a weirdos article. Yep. Does that have to do with the whole? That's where it started. Okay, because you wrote a uh, High Times article for the weirdo section. I actually wrote one too. I don't know if you saw it. Hell yes. It was about hemp wraps are not blunts. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop. See? Yeah. An opinion that people are gonna have a problem with. Yeah, but it was basically about like sexism and misogyny in the cannabis industry. Yep. Right? Exactly. And you got a crazy response. Yeah. That's that started the whole sandwich thing cuz so I had yeah, you know, gotten the space to share an opinion about something and I was like, "Look, everyone, here's the deal. We are we are building this new industry. We are we get to say what it looks like. For the first time in my life that I can think of, we're building a whole freaking industry and we get to like say what those parameters are and it just doesn't have to be a shitty sexist industry where all of the money goes to the usual people the white men like let's just talk about it and in the article I was trying to be cheeky and my tone you know keep it kind of light but also I was like look you know like women's rights are like being stripped away as we speak there's like you know authoritarian regimes are on the rise around the world like it's kind of a scary time to be a woman and here's some data and here's some facts and here's how i feel about sexism and you know we we just can make this industry better and then um when they posted it on high times the response was sexism is a myth make me a sandwich like that was a general response yeah like damn sexism is a myth I mean, no, it, it got lots of great responses too. Tons of great responses from all sorts of people, men and women. But there was- So you've like, experienced this in the cannabis space or in any workspace? Like was Sexism? It, yeah. Yeah, you know, like there was definitely- Because <laughs> I heard a story one time where like, uh, like you were doing something physical, like hard labor and some dude's like, let me do it, I'll take care of it. And then he tried and couldn't do it or fucked up and then yeah. you had to correct him. Exactly, it was a pallet jack at a cannabis cup and I was loading t-shirt boxes onto it and he came over and he was like, I'll take that sweetie. And I was like, no, no, no. I actually like worked in Alaska on a fishing boat. Pallet jacks are like, we're, we're like this. You're like, I'm certified, I got this. <laughs> yeah, I got it, I got and it. And he's like, get out of here, woman. And he truly was like, he muscled me out of the way and then he immediately got wedged into a corner. And I don't know if you've ever run a pallet jack, but they're like counterintuitive. You have to like- Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, I know, no, I don't. I'm <laughs> a delicate as, dude from the valley. I'm cool with machines. They're not as easy as they look. Like definitely when you see someone running a pallet jack, know that that person is like- Yeah. Very like adept at what they're doing. And this guy immediately just like, and it was so funny and so I kind of like, let him try and figure it out for a few minutes and then i went over and i was like i'll take that thank you 
So, you know, stuff like that. Of course, like we all come across stuff like that all the time. I interviewed a couple of concentrates makers up in Oregon one time. It was a two woman team who make these incredible peak extracts. They're called if you're in Portland. And they said that they, when they were getting their, um, their like, uh, extraction equipment fixed at any time that they had a dude that they would call to come over for the person who because the people who would come in to fix the machine wouldn't speak to women what they truly didn't believe that these women knew what was up so they they wouldn't talk to them so they had this dude friend that they'd be like kevin can you come over we got to get the, like the machine fixed again and this mechanic won't talk to us. That's crazy. And they were like some of the best extraction artists in the Pacific Northwest. So it's like it 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 exists. And like it, it's just funny that I think anyone who's trying to say that sexism is a myth knows that they're lying. You know you're lying. You're lying either to yourself or you're just outright lying to all of us. But like it's not a myth. It exists. Misogyny is like a real fucking thing. I mean, we have, you know, so many things that are happening around the country right now that are actively working against women's rights, reproductive rights, bodily autonomy, yeah, all think, that kind of stuff, yeah, you know? You did something about, um, I mean, you do all sorts of subjects uh, that you cover. <laughs> I mad. mean, it's just all over the place, which is great because, you, you know, you keep people informed with you know your opinion and you make Thanks. a sandwich while doing well, it which is it, the yeah. best part thank you so so someone was in the thing like make me a sandwich make me a sandwich and i was like oh wow and it kept happening and i was like i didn't even know that was a saying and then i learned it was a meme so then i went back into the comments and i started interacting with some of these dudes and i was like yo bro i didn't know you were sandwich impotent i didn't know you couldn't make your own sandwich that's crazy i will make a sandwich and then i will show you how to make your own and they went nuts they hated it of right. course and so I was like, this is just like, it feels yeah, like a project. Yeah, you put too much mayo on your, on your sandwiches. <laughs> too much. That was one of the first things. It's usually, that's so much mayo. And I was like, it's the mayo for me. Yeah. It's that, that's the handle on all platforms. It's the mayo for me. And I was like, yeah, this, this makes me want to just make my own sandwich. So I'm making myself a sandwich and every sandwich has a topic. And that's how it started. It's just like a little social media project that um, has grown now. And I'm like, I, I would love to make it a whole show where I like, you know, as an, uh, someone who was a performer for a very long time, I was like, this is a, a one person show that I just get to tour around where I make sandwiches for people and talk about shit that matters to me, you know, like reproductive rights, especially right now. It's a huge thing to yeah. talk about, you know, I mean, there are 13 states that have outright banned or restricted abortion. So. And, and I saw, you know, I was watching some of the videos and one of the most popular ones, um, you were talking about how abortion is safer than like a child giving birth. Because I think there was right. a story about a 10 year old. Yep. Who was uh, who sexually assaulted and uh, was impregnated and she was 10 years old and she had to travel out of state to receive the abortion care that she needed because uh like we're not going to force 10 year olds to bear their rapists babies excuse the you know trigger warning all over that but like <laughs> there was a woman her name is laura streetman and she uh represents cincinnati right to life and she was like a 10 year old she was referring to the 10 year old as a woman she was like a woman's body is designed to carry life and i was like you're calling a 10 year old a woman laura right Oh, you're concerned about the rights of the baby, but not of the 10 year old. And it just, yeah. So that was one of the videos that's got a lot of like great comments and people sharing it a lot. And also a lot of people who are pushing back who truly are very, they're like, we believe, you know, that life begins its conception and to them abortion is murder. It's, yeah. I mean, which is obviously not how I feel about it. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> so, it's yeah. It's wild. It's an interesting, but it's a good conversation to have. Like, that's the thing. We can't just stop talking to those people. We have to keep having conversation with, with those people because, like, they'll come in with you, like, with um, talking points like abortion equals um, 
I mean, it's like a super, super loaded subject, so we don't even have to talk about it too much because it's not very chill for a weed podcast. Oh, we, like, we are, we're just a general, you know, we just hanging out. We just smoke weed. This is, I mean, this is real shit that's happening. And, you know, people don't want to talk about it. People don't want to hear it, but, you yeah. know, we have to cut, we have to talk about it. Yeah, well, I, thank you. I mean, I always appreciate the space and the hang. Yeah, you know, you know I just not, don't want to get like too bad serious and then have people be like, bummer. No, no, we're all good. But no, I get what you're saying. It's, uh, it's crazy uh, how people are trying to control other people and what they do with themselves i mean you know i'm that if you're not hurting anyone then who gives a fuck do what the hell you do exactly and bodily autonomy you know yeah. that's it it's just like you're responsible for your own body and your own experience and your own behavior and if we all abide by those principles instead of trying to control other people's experiences then i think we would all be a lot happier um let me just ask you a question because that's why we're here what because i feel like you know uh have I feel like you, you know, you read a lot, you uh, listen to a lot of people. Um, if you had a chance to have dinner with three people, dead or alive, oh shit, dead or alive, just like we're gonna go eat some, go on a hike and eat some dinner. Like who? I'm just so curious to know who would you invite. Oh my god, I think it would be Joan of Arc. Okay. Tom Waits. And. I don't know, man. I was so sad when Sinead O'Connor just died. I think she was mad fucking interesting. She would have been very cool, but um. Yeah, they silenced her quick. I mean, when she, cause oh, she had like a stance on uh, what was her? She had some stance, and they're like, "Yo." She was against child abuse in the Catholic okay. Church. And yeah, she yeah, ripped yeah. up a picture of the Pope on Saturday. That's what it was. That SNL. It was a, canceled. Yeah, yeah. Bye, and then she like moved to a different. She moved to Europe. She went back to Ireland, yeah. where she was from. Yeah, she was an incredible, like, fuck America. an incredible fucking artist. Um, okay, wait, let me see. Joan of Arc, Tom Waits, and Nicole Byer. Nicole. Do you know who Nicole Byer is? That name, she's, 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 I feel like we could almost hang out with her because she's like just in the scene and she's very funny and cool and she like makes, uh, she does all sorts of stuff with uh, John Gabris, the High and Mighty podcast and like she's just, she's a professionally funny person. She's a comedian? Yeah. She sounds very familiar. She's fucking funny as shit and then she also has a show called Nailed It on Netflix. <laughs> That is just like one of. Oh, the is that that cooking show where they make, or the baking show, and they yes. like make horrible displays? And they show them like this elaborate dessert. They're like, make it. Yeah, and then they have to make it, and then they. It is just so funny, and she's such a good host, and she just seems like a really cool, fun hang. So, I think it would be a good trio. That's that sounds very interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I think actually, Joan Brack would probably just be a bummer too. Cool. Maybe I have to replace her. <laughs> that was your first like no thought. You're like Joan of Arc. <laughs> Uh, it's because I have a stupid uh, joke about Joan of Arc. What? The, the, the joke is that there's, like, people really had a failing of imagination when they made up Impossible Burgers, you know? Because, like, that's just not impossible at all. That's just, like, plant-based meat. And if it was really impossible, they would have made it taste like impossible shit, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what are you never going to eat? You're never going to, you know? And then I go on for a bit, and then the last bit is, like, like if it were really impossible, it would taste like Joan of Arc's pussy. Right. You know, just yeah. a hint of battle smoke. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so Ooh. interesting to know what that tastes like, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, I watch a lot of those, like, historical, like, oh, shows. Yeah. And, so interesting. Like, you know, the pieces. Um, and I always wonder, because they show sex scenes sometimes. I'm like, what does this smell like? Like, they're not showering. They're wearing this shit. They're walking in the, like, wilderness for days at a time. Mm -hmm. It's like, 
what what would it be like they all had separating teeth you know what i mean mm. like they all had fucking gum disease and missing teeth yeah the hygiene wasn't there at you all wouldn't want to kiss any of them mm. and then like yeah just menstrual hygiene i mean i any dude listening probably doesn't want to hear this but like you know tampons were only invented like a century ago before that it was just all like you know rags those little towels that's why you call it being on the rag oh because you're just actually on a rag you were actually on a rag what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Look, all, all the dudes are like oh coming to you with feminist facts yeah no we love it we love it yeah so you know i don't think it was i mean probably it felt great and you didn't notice because that was just how things smelled all the time but if one of us was transported back to have sex with a a medieval hottie no. If you could travel to any time period. Elizabethan. Oh. For me. Yeah. That's yeah. like the big dresses. Just and... like Shakespeare time. Okay. You know, like really wild stuff going on in that whole land of England. Yeah. And like all at war with France and everything seems exciting and, you know, to a lot of like court drama. Are you like a, a like a TV or movies? Mm, it depends. I love going to the movies and sitting in the back row and just, you know, getting baked and like I can walk. You smoke inside the movie theater? No, I walk from my place to the Grove. Okay. And um, you smoke on the way. Yeah, I'll eat an edible at home and then smoke a joint on the way. And then when you just arrive, you're like, yeah, perfect. the joint gets you there, the edible keeps you there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're a professional. You got it. <laughs> we know. We know how to yeah. do it. We've been so, smoking. Ah, uh, yeah. I I love like I just saw Barbie in the theater and I cried. I mean, that thing was you cried like mm -hmm. happiness or sadness. Yeah, just like recognition. You know, it's a beautiful movie. And if anyone's mad about it, like. Everything else is for you guys. It's okay. Let us have this beautiful moment. This beautiful I heard it's cultural really great. Touchdown. It's so good. I heard that. And it's as pro dude as it is pro women. Like it didn't. It didn't. A lot of people are like, it's against men. It's not against men. It's a movie that just loves women so much that it feels like it's against. I heard it was fantastic. <laughs> it is fantastic. Yeah. You are Ken Uff. You know, yeah. like it's it's really about how the patriarchy doesn't benefit men or women. It's not really working for any of us. Uh, I mean, I guess dudes feel like it's working for them. But anyway, it's it's a beautiful movie. I really enjoyed it. I had a perfect time going to see it in the movie. Were you on mushrooms? Uh, no, I just hit my little packs. Okay. Shout out Gabrus. Yay. Yeah, a little high mighty collab. What, what's like a, uh, like, you're so interesting and you like have all these like, ah. what's like, not, you just have so many chapters. I feel like we could talk for hours here and we would, but what is like a typical day for Mary Jane Gibson? Um... I feel like today was a pretty typical day. I got up, I walked Archie, my little dog. Doggy, yes. Yep, and then I went to the dispensary. Actually, I went to check out a new dispensary in my neighborhood um, just to go and look at it for a story that I'm writing. And then I worked How a was little... that experience compared to your experience at Apothecary? It wasn't great. I don't think it's gonna, I don't think that place is gonna last. Oh. Yeah. Is it? It's just, you know, like there are so many of these places that are trying to pop up, like I think the different kinds of types of dispensaries in LA, like this is like the real deal. OG. I mean, they've been here through the transition, you know, they it were works. 215 days, 64 days, yeah. 420, SB 420 days. They know yeah. how to do it. Yeah. They're just gonna last. Real like, smokers. Real deal. Yeah. And then you've got the places like, you know, Woody Harrelson's joint in, um, what's Weho, it called? Yeah. In Weho. The woods. Yeah super catering to the like the celebs the upscale that whole vibe yeah i want to pause real quick because you gotta fucking <laughs> got i saw you were smoking with woody and bill maher is, oh my god is that real life that was real life and it just was so wild it was it was 
like I got a call can you be at home and accept a weed delivery from Woody Harrelson and Bill Maher because they're celebrating the one year anniversary of the woods they deliver it so they were hand delivering as like a kind of like a fun you know right little marketing thing little PR's time and they're like, yeah, we know the perfect person. To... And I'm in their zip code. I'm in their delivery area. So I got a call and they were like, okay, go outside. And I went outside and there they were on my front porch. My landlady's front porch, actually, because I live in a back house. And they, uh, <laughs> there was a, Bill Maher had like a package for my landlady and he turned to me and he was like doing a little joke. Like, is this for you? And I was like, hey guys. <laughs> and then they handed me a bag of delicious weed. And then uh, Woody handed me, it's called The Woody. It's a 12 gram fucking bat. <laughs> It's called the Woody. <laughs> and it's a 12 gram joint. It's a fucking bat. It's like, oh, a, like a tie stick, basically. And then, you know, so it's got the hole through the middle. And I was like, oh, it's like the Hadron Collider of joints. <laughs> uh, we had a great time. And then we smoked that on my front porch. With the land, with the. She's cool. She's yeah, like, it's she Woody Nelson and Bill Maher. Fuck it. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> I'm not going to say no. She's not mad about it. <laughs> that was a bit crazy. It was crazy. And it was really nice. And Woody Harrelson is like so nice. He His muscles are insane. He seems like a very sweet, chill dude. I saw him again the next night at the party that they had to celebrate. And we like Owen Wilson was there and all these, you know cool friends of his just you know saying what's up for us. so like that's that's the other aspect of like the LA weed culture that is you know people are trying to sort of capture like that celebrity high-end dispensary but this place that I went to today they're just trying to make money off weed uh. that's it you could just tell they didn't know much like they didn't their selection was it's just like of, a business yeah it's not, it's not like the culture yeah like I there was nothing in the store that I didn't know which to me is always an indicator like you showed me like Five different things that I had never seen when I just went into. Listen, you know, being the world's best bud tender, you know, the whole, the whole, you know, thing in itself. But it's, it's so important. Like, yeah, I to want actually to actually be educated and yeah, learn about the product. Yes. Have an experience with someone showing me stuff that I haven't heard about and then really be able to talk to me about it. And this place just, I was like, oh no, it doesn't feel like it's going to last. Uh, that sucks. And also, cookies is like half a mile away. So. Just, Wait, where is this one? We'll just go there. <laughs> uh, it's on Melrose. Okay. Yeah. You know, they're just trying to, like, get that foot traffic. Yeah. That, like, hype to... beast foot traffic. Um, you know, and not just that, like, they were nice. I'm not saying they weren't nice. But. What? What's, like, the, what's, because <laughs> Smoking With Woody and Bill is crazy. You mentioned Owen Wilson. Was that, like, a, like, what's been, like, an oh, shit moment? I'm smoking with this person. Because I, I feel like, because you've been to South by Southwest doing shows, you've traveled the world, you've like written for Rolling Stone and High Times and all these publications, you've been featured in all these shows. Like, I'm sure your network is. I don't, I, I think one of my biggest moments was with Run the Jewels. Hanging okay. out with those guys when they came to Amsterdam to perform at a cup and I got to like kind of take them around the city. Like I was the one who got them from their hotel to the venue and you stuff. You were the cultural editor. I so was, you're like, let me show you the culture. I was just a PA at that point. <laughs> oh. I was just like some girl who showed up to like get oh. them into a taxi. But Fuck it, let's go. It was fucking nice because we got to like go hang out and have dinner afterwards and I was such a huge fan. And um, yeah, that felt like a really big deal. And also just the Whalers, like that was so, you know, to meet them at a cup and hang okay. out with them backstage was like, this is crazy. Also, one of them told me that he would give me a little Whaler. And I was like, what does that mean? Um, I'll leave it up to the okay. imagination. But I, I think I know what he meant. Well, yeah, I was like, okay. I, I think I went there too. <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> so you've made many sandwiches talking about things. What's been, what's like your favorite sandwich? 
Unpopular with vegans, but the BLT. Okay. The classic BLT. And I'm trying to do better. I really am. Because I definitely hear that, like, if you're really talking about feminism and women's rights, at some point, it is better to have a more plant-based diet because, you know, people feel very strongly about animal rights as well. So I am trying to incorporate more yeah. plant-based sandwiches, but man, a BLT. With, yeah. like, super, super, super crispy, thick-cut bacon. And then I have a trick you where... You ever try, like, like soy bacon or, like... I just... I, I think it's, like, so crappy that I'd rather not have it. Like, okay. I'd rather make a delicious vegetarian sandwich that's not, like, okay. an attempt to be a BLT. Chicken birds and avocados and sprouts. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I found, there's meat alternatives. I like the impossible meat. I like corn. I used to love corn, although okay. I don't think that exists anymore. It was, like, that myco... It was a mushroom-based protein. I don't know. I'm trying to like. I just bought some really great. Um, it's like spicy tofu from okay. uh, Trader Joe's. I'm gonna make a bami, a vegetarian bami tomorrow with it. I just got some like vegan cheese that I'm really. I don't into like vegan cheese. You don't? Mm -hmm. Have I you don't eat good? meat, but. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. know you're vegetarian. I'm like a. I eat fish. I can't say no to sushi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. But yeah, I don't eat meat, so. Yeah. yeah. Impossibles are, are kind of weird because it's not real ingredients, but like the plant-based patties are a lot better. Yeah. I like like the bean patties or like the veggie patties. Yeah. But like when it's impossible, you're like, what? Do what are good. these ingredients? How about nut loaf? You ever had a good nut Yo, loaf? Yo, chill. <laughs> <laughs> I just like saying nut loaf and nut cheese, man. <laughs> yeah, nut cheese and nut milk. Nut cheese. Yeah. Come on. Nut cheese. We got to rebrand, guys. Nobody's yeah. going to eat that nut cheese. I know. Some of these things are yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to eat nut cheese. No I'm one just, does. And you know what? It's delicious. Like I've the cashew, nut cheese. like cashew cheese. And All nut cheese is <laughs> good, in my opinion. But this <laughs> friend of mine made me cashew nut cheese once that I really, I was blown away. What's your What's your like go-to munchie? Um, We're not making sandwiches. We just quick snack. Uh, roast chicken. <laughs> All right, look, we go into like the, the, the local like store, the liquor store, 7-Eleven, whatever. Yeah. What are we getting? Uh, the regular crunchy Cheetos, like the, the cheese Cheetos, mm -hmm. the orange pet, yeah. the basic ones. Not the shit, but that's all spicy. You don't like the flaming hots? I'm a basic bitch. Oh. I don't like Takis. The Takis aren't that good, but basic Cheetos. Basic Cheetos. Oh. Yeah, the flaming hots. Are, I don't like them. I don't like the way they make my mouth or the rest of me feel. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I know it changes the color of poop too. Sometimes it's cool. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That 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 coating. You're like, yo, is that a Cheeto or is that my poop? I don't know if I've ever pooped orange from eating Cheetos, but oh. I did recently just think that I was pooping blood because I'd had beets and that was always too, but very oh. alarming when you're like, oh no. I miss Karen. Oh no, it's oh, oh beets, right? Got beets. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, yeah. It's crazy. Beats are crazy. <laughs> if I were to get in your car right now, mm -hmm. what are you listening to? Um, listening to Wednesday. They're a fucking cool new band. That, okay. Um, Reggie Watts is all about them. And if you, I like Reggie Watts. You like Reggie? Yeah, he's a dope ass looper yeah. Uh, artist. Yeah, and he yeah. has a great song called "Fuck Shit Stat." He does. I know. Take the fuck. Take this. I used to listen to that when I butt tended all the time. You take the fuck and you put it up on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. That's some fuck on the wall. You take some shit. Yeah. You should great. have Reggie on the show. If you can make that happen. I mean, we used to make theater together. Stack. He and I did a show together in New York. Really? Mm -hmm. Yo. And he was uh, on. He was he uh, Conan's band leader, right? No, he was uh, Corden's band leader on like uh, James Corden. That's yep. right. He was one of the yeah, mm -hmm. which is fucking an amazing gig. Yep, it's yeah. awesome. And now that's over, and he's just like touring the world and making cool stuff. Well, and look, the Versace espresso glider recliners are ready for Reggie. If he's, we got Kentra on here too. You know, we make it happen. He would dig it. Hell yeah! It's uh yeah. So he like. Wait, what was I? Oh, the music thing. He's just the perfect follow to find out. Like, I follow a few different people to learn about new music. So Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday is a great new band. 
Um, I've been listening to the Beach Boys a lot lately. And I just went and saw um, some... Uh, I love the Beach Boys. They're on my playlist. Yeah. yeah. Pet Sounds is one of the best albums of all yeah. time. Like, the harmonizing just, is just crazy. That's perfect. Have you seen Love and Mercy? No. About the making of Pet Sounds? You no. I don't watch a lot of movies or documentaries. Really? Yeah, I'm like a weird guy. You're a TV guy? But I should, no, I don't really watch a lot of TV. Oh, what? I just like go just live life. Are you fucking like, serious? I don't consume a lot of content. Whoa. I know it's weird. People are like, I've never seen like Star Wars or... <laughs> like, <laughs> I get shit for it all the time, dude. That's like that's like saying you've never seen The Godfather. Have you seen The Godfather? I've seen that. I had to see yes, that. That's, that's actually a great joke in the yeah. Barbie movie. You haven't seen The Godfather? No <laughs> way. <laughs> see, wow. I did run a marathon though. A lot of people can't say that. I know so many. Yeah, that was so <laughs> fucking impressive. While so, smoking, while smoking weed. Yeah. How did you get away with smoking on the race course? I just did it. And nobody... You like, know what we do? We just do it until they say, yo, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. I'm in LA. It's legal. They're serving alcohol yeah, while right. you run. There's certain spots where you get a beer. Why can't I fucking smoke weed? Yeah. It's legal. I'm 21. Did you get any beef at any point? No. Wow. People were smelling it. Actually, I had a bunch of aliens. A lot of the... Uh, I had uh, uh, friends hanging, waiting for me to pass me weed, and they were smoking out other people watching. So in one bad. of my videos, you see uh, Macy passing a joint to one of the like bystanders, just chilling, spectating. Man, I'm like, let's go. How did it feel? How did your body like? Are you still running? Are you still working out? You, Listen, what, did you do a one and done? Uh, right now it's a one and done. Okay. It was just like it was on my birthday. Mm -hmm. and I was going through some shit. I set a goal. I trained and I accomplished it, and that feeling was amazing. But running feels great. Like I hate doing it, but when I finish it, ugh. Like when you're done, you're like, hell yeah, I feel amazing. Yeah, I I used to run, believe it or not, I used to run half marathons because a friend of mine kind of goaded me into it. And I ended up running seven of them. The hardest one I ever ran was the one that I ran high. Why? I fucking sucked. Because I was so aware of everything. I was so aware of the time. I was so aware of how my body felt. It was really cold. Oh. It was in Lake George in New York. And Oof. Like it was just like like you were too I, focused on yourself. I was I was uncomfortable the whole time because I was so aware of everything, and it felt like it took me a long ass time. My time was the same, but it just felt longer. <laughs> so what I did is I live streamed the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I had chat with me, and they were like talking to me the whole time. And you know, LA, have you done the LA marathon I or have. seen it? Yeah. So you know, it's like the whole way there's people cheering you on. It's awesome. So it's just so stimulating, and it just makes you want to keep going. And then looking forward to seeing like Travis was there. Wait, he waited for me at like mile 420 mile like 1130 like he met me at a couple of the wait did you do the whole marathon yeah i did 26.2 oh miles. my god i didn't do the whole one i only did the half oh no we did 26 holy f i have no idea how you did that i just i just ran had and did you really train i trained for like two months jesus christ what are you made of man that's crazy weed yeah <laughs> i don't know and when i was training i was smoking the people i was running with were like what are you doing and i'm like yo this is how i'm gonna run the marathon They're like, you're crazy man i mean i know there's like there's an ultra marathoner whose name i can't remember tanner or something and he trains high but he, he runs sober but he trains high and he trains like up high too he's in the mountains around denver i think and he was talking about how for him it's like resistance training like he you know running high or training high and then running sober he really feels like he's giving himself that like resistance yeah. or, you know so he's, he's a better runner for it and he also claims that it's um, it oxygenates his blood. I feel like, you know, when I smoke <laughs> while I run, it just, you know, helps me breathe better. And I just look forward to just the next fucking, like, wherever the blunt or bong or dab's going to be. And I just That's look awesome. forward to it. It was great. And my dad being there, like, encouraged me to go further. So I love that. Yeah. That's so it nice. It was really hard, but I bet. it was great. I cannot imagine. Like, I take a low-dose edible and go for a hike and, like, 
I'm gonna do it on mushrooms next time. That's a, the marathon. Yeah. No. Like, Don't do that. Like microdose. Well, oh yeah. Okay. Not like no, heroic dose, and I'm just like, like everyone <laughs> looks like zombies as I'm running. Can you? No. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, like you can't be around that many people. No, you try to like fucking hallucinate. Fuck no. Like one of my uh, most uncomfortable experiences was on mushrooms. Was at SantaCon in New York. Was so that where everyone Santa, Santa Claus? Yeah. Oh like, my god. It used to actually be really fun because it was like sort of this like this pop up sort of you know a happening, and it was like before it got taken over by the fucking drinking culture, and became in, like this gross bar crawl. But um, so it was pre that it was when it was still very cool and everyone was like very artistic and dressed in amazing outfits. And I was super, super like I took way too many mushrooms and um, everyone was in Santa costumes and I lost. Oh, my yeah, mind. that must be crazy. Because you're like, what's reality? <laughs> it was good. Are you competitive? Yes. Do you play like board games or card games? Only. Yeah, I'm sort of like there are some that I won't play because I'm so competitive because I hate the way it makes me feel. But I do. I love backgammon. I love cribbage. Sheshbesh? I'm down with Sheshbesh. Old, old stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do you but play like, Connect Four? Yeah. Are you, yeah? Mm-hmm. Are you good? Is this a challenge? Huh? Is this a challenge? Uh-huh. All right. You want to get down? Sure. Listen, I'm a Connect Four champ. I'm, I'm worried. I'm undefeated. I'm legit. Are you really? No, but it sounds good. <laughs> I'm ha- I'm I'll has- believe anything, man. I'm Hasbro recognized, though. What are you, what are you talking about? Hasbro, the creators of Connect Four? Yeah. They know about me. They, are you shitting no, me right now? No, it sounds good too, though. But they should, because I uh, travel. Welcome to the <laughs> most gullible guest you've ever had. No, you're good. You're really? good. Okay. Okay. Can you see it? Yeah. All right, we'll play it like that so the cameras can get it. Bam, you can get the angle. Okay. I want to make sure you can see the angle. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Ladies first? Is that okay to say? No, I want you to go first. All right, but is that okay to say? Or yeah. are, are we still, is chivalry still exists? Is, are we cool with like opening doors and stuff? Oh, yeah. Everyone opens doors all the time, but it shouldn't just be men opening doors for women. It's like you just open the door when you're able to be polite in a space, no okay. matter who you are. Yeah, it's, that's I, not. I try to keep the door open for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. If we all held doors open, that would be great. Right. You're, you're talking to me and you're trying to. All right, here, me. I'll be quiet. Yeah, listen, let listen. Me, okay. we, we going down. I went middle, of course. Of course. Shout out to everyone watching. Shout out to I'm everyone so nervous. listening. Uh, it happens. Yeah, I think ladies is. is, uh, is okay for some people but then you know other people are really like not into the gendered language anymore and i think that's got to be okay you know yeah i'm just not trying to say anything because i don't want to distract you i don't know what's happening we're playing connect four right now (laughs) you got to get four in a row i know i'm so scared (laughs) what are you scared of you're doing great thank you it's a it's a good game it's a good easy game it's just, quick. I just really want to win. I know. And um, I feel like you're going to win because I'm getting distracted now by... Are you trying to... Let's keep are talking you, about gendered language. How do you feel about... Are you hustling me right how now? How do you call about women? How do you feel about women? Because like, I know you're really good with this kind of thing. How do you Uh-oh. feel about women being called females? Um. No, you fucking got me. Damn it. And you're asking me the question. <laughs> I was trying to psych you out. Um, uh, I mean, I was raised like male, female. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just like to use, I say dude to everybody. Yeah. I'm just like, like a dude. like calling women female specifically uh, instead of calling them women. I, I mean, I, I, I don't see, I, I, if, it depends what I'm talking about and how I'm using it. If it's like gender, male, female, I mm-hmm. guess, like males and females. Like you would say like a female doctor or a female astronaut or a female. I would, yeah, I think, yes, I would say that. Weed smoker, a female 
Yeah. 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 But just like the solely the word female is something like because I made a video about it and I just wanted to know how you feel. Yeah, about I think it. I, I would say yeah, she was a female or okay. it, yeah, the doctor was a female, a okay. woman. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, I just think it's interesting to like have what, these what, conversations. What do you? What is a? Fe- how do you feel? I would you, you see, prefer say, women? A woman? No, no. You can definitely say like for me. I, I say I, would, I say female. I would say a female doctor. Okay. Yeah. Um. I guess, or no, I would say Let the mayor. The mayor that. was a woman. I don't know if I would, but anyway, my point is like I would never just call a woman a female because a female is a descriptor, right? Like the uh, it's a female, a female human, or a woman. Yeah, but you wouldn't just say. But these days with, with gender, like I would try to understand pronouns and like what they would rather be identified exactly. as. Totally. Yeah. Yep. So that's where I'm at with it, and I talk to Chad all the time with it too, and say, you know, like. Cause I don't know, you know, I just see a screen name, mm-hmm. so I don't know who they are, yeah. or what they identify as. They're they. So right? yeah, I just start. I'm like, what's up, dude? And they're like, oh, I'm a. Yep. I'm like, all right, well, dude's general for me, but thank you for clarifying. And then I will address them however they want to be. Yep. Because I know these days it's. Yeah, just you know, respectful is always the way to go. I'm just, I'm just trying to live life a happy, drama-free life. I love it. I watch a lot of AI Jesus, so he like teaches me how to respond to people. AI have, Jesus. Yeah. What is AI there's Jesus? There's a, a, a AI Jesus that's there's an AI Jesus that's on Twitch. It's like you can ask him whatever you want and he'll respond to you and he a- answers like every question, no filter. People talk about everything. Whoa. Like they'll ask him about porn or anime or video games and he'll like respond and and address the situation and then divert it to like you know, as as long as you know you're sharing love and empathy, like you could use whatever you want as entertainment. But that's not what the life is about. And he would totally divert it. And I'm like, Jesus is such a cool dude. That's why everyone loved him. That's why everyone was like, yo, this guy's just rolling around with weed and got people chilling, hyping him up, and he's just like feeding people and let them know, like, yo, don't trip, bro. And it's like, yo, Jesus, he said he's the son of God. I believe him. What a cool ass dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yes to all that. Wait, is he really AI? Do you think, or is there a person behind it? No, it's 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 really AI. AI. Jesus, yeah, they say ask Jesus, an artificial. I don't have know. you fucked with AI I yet? I haven't fucked with any AI. Oh my god. I want to know so I much. Could, after the show, I'll, I'll show you a little bit. I want to see because I really like. I need to. I'm I'm behind. Yeah, you need I'm a, way yeah, behind. It's now, crazy. At this point, yeah. AI AI. I gotta catch look, up. I love my editors. I love my cameraman. I love everyone, but they have like AI editors. And Whoa! Like, oh, I don't know about AI that. AI clip makers. See, this is where we get scared in the Hollywood entertainment industry. Is like, please don't come for our jobs. I know. Don't look, come. See, look, that, look. They're coming for my job as a writer too. You know, like if you if you create yeah, any kind yeah. of like SEO content, all of those people have been put out of. Yo, I jobs. had AI write a bio. I was like, yo, let's go. Chat GPT <laughs> is making resumes. Chat GPT, write my fucking exactly. I, I was uh, hearing from some friends who are attorneys too. <laughs> they were like, right there's now. like this is you know AI is just drafting their like uh, attorney papers and like you know you don't. Need a lawyer to write a lease anymore? It's crazy. I don't think it's good for us. I'm scared of AI. I'm gonna ask you another one more question, just a random high okay. question. All right. If you had any superpower, if you could just be a, like any superpower available, what would it be? <laughs> I would love to be able to stick to things. Like just like a tree frog. Just get on a wall or just climb up mm-hmm. a, a building just be able to like stick to any <laughs> surface i think would be like fucking amazing <laughs> it would be so useful you know yeah like if you're in a plane crash or something and you could just like stick to the side of the plane and then you know like not get all jumbled like you like, if you could like hold yourself onto surfaces all the time like you'd be fine in earthquakes 
you'd be able to scale tall buildings. Just escape wherever you're at. Yeah, you could eavesdrop at parties. No one would ever look up. The you ability know? to just like just stick to things. Just stick to shit. I think it'd be mad. Let's go. Cool. Yeah. You can't move me from this chair, bro. Exactly. I'm here. Yeah, you can't kick me out. Like Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rolling up shit. <laughs> Love it. What would yours be? Me? Yeah. Listen, I had one guest that said an amazing one. My original one was I just want to be able to communicate with everybody and everything. Ooh, just okay. like every language, any living form, any species. Like we now we know there's aliens. Yeah. So like be able to communicate and because I feel like words can really solve a lot of issues over like there's just understanding. I feel like there's a lot of misunderstanding and people. Wow. I just feel like people need to just understand each other. And when you're talking to other people and that are, you know, English isn't their first language, sometimes shit comes off weird. Yeah. Or you don't know how to like, they don't understand sarcasm. So just being able to just communicate like I can in English to anything, to fucking tree frogs, to elephants, to aliens, to werewolves, to whatever's out there. I love that one. Yeah. That's great. But then Tony Greenhand said an amazing one where he could just shoot his fingers and they just regenerate and it's just endless amount. So he could just shoot his fingers at anything and build like finger walls so like what yeah I was the like, creative roller guy yeah Dude. he's like I just want to shoot my just have endless finger ammo and just be able to just like if I never like lose my fingers and like just like do whatever I can right isn't that crazy that is crazy <laughs> like, it's, it's a little like it's kind of amazing it's sort of creepy but it's also wonderful yeah you're yeah. like just regenerative fingers that just blast off at like fat like bullets yeah so you can like penetrate people if they're coming at you you Whoa. can build them <laughs> I mean, for, for protection. Then you got yeah, yeah. Literally, dude. What? what? Listen, listen. I feel like we could talk for hours, Mary Jane. Uh, I'm going to, I know the chat's been active. Okay. Uh, this is a part where the chat gets to, uh, you know, the live chat gets to uh, chime in a little bit because they're here with us. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate everyone listening. Wherever you're at, you could be anywhere in the world doing whatever you want and you're doing it while listening or watching. So we appreciate you. Thank so you, dude. Much. It's the Getting Highway Show. Uh, so we had a lot of people in chat. I know we missed a couple things because I don't have the chat forever. But um, I don't know if you saw chat. I saw you glancing over a little bit. Yeah. Um, I see people saying things. So uh, what are we talking about in chat? If y'all got anything, questions, you could ask them right now. I'm going to go back as far as I can and then scroll real quick. Oh, they're dropping the links to uh, my Head Times article. They also have your uh, socials up here too, which is your IGs, right? You got yep. the This Is Mary Jane underscore on Instagram. It's the Mayo For Me, which is the sandwich one. And of course, the link tree, if anyone wants to be professional. Yeah, link tree. I know, it feels so nerdy. How is that though? I heard that's like the great way to like meet people and connect. It's like... No, that's LinkedIn, I think, right? Oh, link tree is like where all your links are. Yeah, yeah. LinkedIn is... Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> I face like three blunts and shit. All right, let's get to it. Uh, yo, the studio's looking dope. Oh, thank you, dude. I appreciate you. Hell yeah. Oh, look. Oh, I thought it said Freddy gets fingered, but it says Freddy gets faded. Because <laughs> we were just talking about fingers, dude. Freddy uh, gets fingered. Oh, so it said they ran a pallet jack. They know what uh, you're saying. Yeah. Yo, yeah. The pallet jack is like the fork thing where it's like a handle and you have to like, you have the grip thing and you pump it to raise it. And then exactly. the thing loses it. So you have to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the, basically like the hinge works sort of backwards yeah, it's from like where reverse. the forks are going. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's confusing to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I, I used to work in a warehouse like a different lifetime ago, uh-huh. and I, I had to deal with that sometimes. But I was like right out of high school, wet behind my ears and shit. So I remember that. But yeah, I have common sense, and I play video games, so I kind of understand. Shit. Yeah, you, you figure it out. This guy could not. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not talked about, it's not heard about. Oh, see, gotta bring that shit up. That's so good. Uh, Shout out to Archie. Is that to my dog? I think I have a sweet little dog. Well, me. there's a deli called Archie's Deli in NoHo. Have you ever been there? No. They make, You like sandwiches? I love sandwiches. They have amazing sandwiches there. They're open till 3 a.m. Oh, shit. It's like a bodega style. Okay. And they have, uh, I think most of the people here may have had a sandwich there, and uh, they're delicious. Shout out Archie's. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And they, you can Roll customize up. your sandwiches. So, yeah. You take Archie's to Archie. I will. Yeah. He gets his own little pup cup when he goes to Starbucks. Maybe I'll get him a little, like, puppy sandwich. Yeah, yeah, they have, they have little doggy sandwiches that they So give. my favorite trick at In-N-Out, when you go to In-N-Out, you get a pup patty. Yeah. No salt. And just, then he gets to have his In-N-Out in the car with me. And I just feel it. like I'm treating him, you know, treating him nice. Yeah, people say she's hilarious. She's great. <laughs> she's so funny. Oh, my God. Thank you. What? Hell, yes. Thank you. Uh, someone said, oh, musty. Oh, oh like GMO. Me? No, they're talking about probably having, when we were talking about <laughs> having sex in the, like, medieval times. Ooh, they said yeah. it smells like GMO. You know, the weed GMO? Yeah, yeah that's Isn't sneaky. that, uh, what is GMO for? Garlic. Mushrooms and onions or some yeah. shit? Mustard. Musty. What Absolutely. A, garlic, musty, onions. <laughs> uh, what else are they saying out here? Um, bam, Bill Maher is pretty cool. I like how pro-weed he is. Bill Maher is super pro-weed. He is also, though, our friend Abdullah pointed out to me, he was like, he's also very anti-Muslim, which is like, not so cool. But that said, he did give me a bag of weed, so... What? <laughs> someone, they're saying you're a queen, and then uh, someone said some basic bitch, bitch Cheetos. The yes. best. They are the best because they don't hurt your fucking mouth, so you can just like house a bag and then, you know, roll in, roll on into bed. Yeah. Brush your teeth first, though, because that's that's how you get gum this, disease. That's gross. OG Cheetos smack when you want some <laughs> cheddar, dude. Well, I love juicing beets and oranges together. It's super yummy. Oh, what Damn. a good combo. We yes. got some healthy people in here yeah dude. it gives your orange juice that nice like kind of earthy tang so good oh, there's also a trader joe's green juice that you can buy that i'm super into right now okay they're calling me out for saying i don't consume content but i watched this guy for three hours dr do this guy look i stream on twitch a lot so i go on youtube i watch a lot of youtube shit okay all right so i watch a lot of like other content creators that i enjoy and just like not in cannabis just like totally different yeah this guy dr do listen i'm gonna put you guys on right now if you want to see some crazy content he does chug videos where he chugs drinks but he does like red bull and milk what or yes and then what happens he just fucking chugs it in like three seconds and then, and then he rates it he goes oh that was like a two out of ten oh, he, doesn't like, one. he doesn't barf no barfing nothing just like chugs i don't know if he barfs afterwards because you know people take these glob videos and they cut it right before they throw up <laughs> have you seen the tiktok of the dude who chugs the seltzer and then walks into a garage door it's like the greatest 11 seconds. <laughs> no, but this guy does like the weirdest beverage combinations, like pickle wow. juice and Mountain Dew Oof. and just chug it. Does and he like, do booze? He does Baja Blast and Fireball. <laughs> oh yeah, see, I watched this full. I memorize his fucking chugs because they're just so memorable. I'm like, and he chugs it. Fireball. He mixes Fireball with like different sodas and juices that's not good for you no he's no, gonna I, crazy. I, I don't know if he got kidney stones i don't know his sugar level but he is chugging he needs to drink water and go for a walk I'll, you know what that'll be my next comment to him i'll be like come <laughs> oh to, he'll love that i'll be like dr dude come to my weed and workout class i got you bro oh yeah you're doing that now yeah you just had your first one yeah i got another one coming up yeah, yeah how long every is Wednesday. your workout they're about an hour 
It's you're in good a, shape. I'm, I'm not, but I'm getting there. Yeah, you're but doing it's good. a real workout, and I, I, you know, apply weed to some of the stations. If you want to pull up, let me know. I should get. I think the working out high is the only way to work out. Yes. Yeah, we do like wall sit dabs. Oh my god, that's the best. Yeah, because like I don't like running because I don't like the amount of time, but like when you actually feel your muscles burning and you can actually like feel how your body is restructuring a little bit because of the weed, that's fucking dope. It makes your workout feel like you worked out harder. You yeah, know? I was cold plunging, taking dab hits. Wow. That was very hard, but we did it. <laughs> That's intense. But yeah, so uh, yeah, we tried. You know, I'm on stage talking, smoking, so I got to make sure I got that stamina and the endurance to do it. And we out here making it happen. Fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Congratulations. What, uh, thank you. I don't know for what, but I appreciate it. Uh, let's see, dude. Lays down, boom. Oh, yeah. They talk about mushrooms in the marathon. Lays down in the middle looking at the sky. Can no you way, imagine? Man. No. I <laughs> just running and then be like, I can't run. Just laying down in the middle of the marathon, like 20,000 people just yeah. run by you. You um, don't want to look at your phone when you're on mushrooms, and you definitely don't want to run a marathon. Yes, dude. Uh, man, what else we got, dude? Uh, I love this. Thank you. A lot of laughs. Yeah, she's asking me questions. It fucked her up, though. You see, I'm still undefeated. Yeah, see, he won. What? Damn. Boom. Um, nah, chill, guys. Chill. Uh, <laughs> what else we got, dude? The comments. Are, I have a present for you. You got a what? I got. I brought you a gift. Stop it. Yeah. Can I give it to you? Here. Hang on. Yeah, you can. What? Oh, this is a new merch. I saw this on your IG. Yeah. It's a t-shirt from the, the sandwich account, which is, uh, it says, my sandwich, my choice. My sandwich, my choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah! Uh, it's my first merch ever. I'm really proud to have like uh, I've, we've had merch for Weed and Grub, my podcast with Mike Glazer, but um, this is my first time ever like making merch for just my own thing, and I was really proud of it. Thanks, man. <laughs> and I got it extra big because I didn't know if like maybe your girl would want to use it as a sleep shirt or what if, um, you know what if I wanted to wear it? Oh, if you wanted to wear it, well, then no, I but can exchange it is. the size. You let me know. It is. I, I'll see. If, I know. I, know I did my, not anticipate that you might actually wear that. Why not? Well, it's my sandwich. That's you're my very, choice. You're fucking involved, dude. I'm down. What the fuck? Awesome. I eat my sandwich my way. And fuck your sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my body, dude. Let me put what I want in it. That's right. Pause. All right. Thank you. Uh, what's the preferred way to you? Uh, what's your favorite way to smoke? Joints. Joints. Yep, joints all day. What? Do you roll them or pre-rolls? I do the, I'm such a bad roller, so I either use my Futurola or I use these little cones. They're the blazed, uh, the blazies. The blazy Susan? Yeah, Are blazy Susan's. Yeah. The, yeah. They're cute. Yes. Uh, where in your travels did you have the best smoking experience? Um, New York, honestly. There was a summer when I was living in New York and my boyfriend at the time won a quarter pound of sour diesel Ooh. Uh, in a in, in a poker game. And that whole summer, just like I just Let's remember that lit. entire summer of just being like a perfect summer, truly. That's awesome. Yeah. What's your best? What's the best weed for Mary Jane? What's the best weed you smoked? Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to read your questions, guys. What is the best weed Mary Jane has smoked? I don't know, man. It's it's got to be like um, some of the fig farms has been pretty incredible lately. Some of the like I had this stuff uh, from Sacramento recently called Mister Freeze. I didn't. I don't even know what happened. It was crazy. But um, I don't know. All like yeah, I've had so many different delicious I know, kinds. Crazy. I would say that sour diesel again in New York City. That like, perfect that was summer. 20, 2011, I think the, and it was yeah. Like, that's probably it. Here's a, a pretty serious question. We're wrapping this up. We're going to go with a speed question. How does doing the content you do 
affect your sponsorships or relationships with others? Like, do you receive backlash more from companies or do you finally embrace it? Oh, that's an awesome question. I actually don't have a Thank ton you, of brands that I'm affiliated with because as a writer, I have to sort of like not have a lot of personal um, affiliations with companies because I, I cover them. So we have sponsors for the Weed and Grub podcast, but that's stuff that's like sort of just attached to the podcast and we do ad reads over there. So I haven't experienced anyone not wanting to work with me or fuck with me because of the sandwiches. I'm sure it'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen. There's going to be someone who's like, fuck that fucking feminist sandwich nonsense. But for now, um, the response has been really great. And I only have people who want to collaborate. Like, I think I'm going to do a sandwich pop up. So. Well, let me know where. LA. LA. And uh, I think coming in October, we're going to do a sandwich pop up and we're going to like make some sandwiches and talk about reproductive rights. It's going to be great. Pull up, guys. <laughs> I'm there. Come through. You know, we, we, we're part of the reproducing too, so. I know. Might as well learn. You certainly are. You're a very important part of it. Listen, I feel like we could just keep talking and chilling. I'm here. I know, but, you know, we're on a limit. <laughs> it's late. We That's gotta go. That's what we do. We're not really. I mean, it's our spot, but we just, you know, we, we out here. We try to keep it at a limit. There's just a lot we could talk about, but I mean, it'd be great. You know, we come back again. Anytime. Do some more shit. Always. You always got things happening. We can bounce back and forth between each other's podcasts. What? Just, you know, just, just ping, like a ping pong. Do you believe in aliens? What yes. do you feel about all that? I do believe in aliens. Arrival is a great movie. Well, you don't watch movies, but there's an amazing... I mean, let me know. I might fucking be one day just watch a movie. But listen, <laughs> Arrival, your, your desire to communicate with everyone, that's the whole premise of this movie, Arrival. Okay. These aliens show up and they're just trying to fucking talk to them to figure out what the fuck is going on and it's a great movie see if um, they had me as a superpower as a communicator i would have solved it yeah they, they would, wouldn't need amy adams they mm -mm. would just put you in there and you'd be like they would just again. need adam adams someone's got to make that meme of you like up against the glass and arrival instead of amy adams i really want that to happen chat someone listening please chat adam hill all right in a meme in arrival adam the third talking to the aliens <laughs> um so yes i f i believe i don't know if i believe that there are like sentient beings flying around in little flying saucers but i definitely believe there's life on other planets and we're certainly finding out that we've got some visitors hey like do you think they're here now like just chilling with us it kind of seems like it right like i mean given what they're talking about in congress i, I feel like they've got you know biological material from extraterrestrial creatures Listen, so i've seen some of these videos look to me politics is like is like theater it's like it's like right. uh, it's like entertainment for you know a different demographic. Yeah, it's like a soap opera that never ends, and it's <laughs> like they're just going back and forth. There's different characters. They're subbed in and out. Like the people get to choose who gets to be there, and it's just like let's just pretend we know how to run this world, but no one knows what the fuck's going on. There's just like a couple people that are actually making the world work. Yep. But I've I've seen some of these videos of like politicians, senators, like in just representatives talking and there's always someone behind them that's like zoned in have you guys seen these videos they're like zoned in like looks like they're just controlling it sounds weird but i'll, I'll send you some of these videos and it's like they're they're just staring they don't blink they're just staring at the person and the person's just like reading just like uh, da, 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 just wow just like getting dictated on so like, you think there's like aliens in human form doing mind control on our government what, yeah, what? Yes. really in a, or a mask or just in disguise there's a lot of wow. crazy like Lizard special people effects shit? listen i think if you can imagine it it's real Okay. All right. If if we are capable of thinking of it or our brains can process that thought, then yeah. it has to exist because who are we to be able to just create something that's, you know, beyond our imagination? I don't think the imagination is what, you know, 
is out there. Yeah, I mean, I've had psychedelic experiences that I truly, at the same time, understand to be purely psychedelic experiences that also were real on some level, on some plane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially with like this year, for the first time, I did therapeutic ketamine. Um, and I had a couple of experiences where I, would, I came back and I was like, that was so interesting. That was like a different, it was a different world. But the things that happened there to me specifically were real on some level. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and there, I agree. I, I feel like sometimes when you do those, like, they're, they serve a purpose for you. You like get answers. Yeah. You, there's like it was healing for me, yeah. honestly, very healing. Like it was helpful. You know, it was just interesting to have them journeys. You go to like you know yeah. real real life somewhere else, and you're like, yo, this is what it's like in this plane or this dimension or whatever. And yep, I feel like we they always say we just have what like ten percent or eight percent of our brain that we use, and I feel like you know it's capped or whatever is holding us back. But when we do these hallucinogens. Uh, that are from Earth, yep. that are from this planet, supposedly, if they're not here from aliens. But they uh, they help us see things differently from different angles, and they open us up to like experience more. I love that. I also, uh, one of my best friends told me today, we were just chatting, and she was like, you know how I think about like consciousness on Earth? She said she believes that we are all part of one huge consciousness, and that each of us is a little fractured piece, and we're doing our own thing in the world to like try and gain some lessons, and then when we, we like die, we rejoin this one being. I was like. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I also think octopuses are aliens. Absolutely. Yeah. They're the dopest creatures in the sea. Yeah. They are. I think the ocean has a lot of activity that we don't even know about. That was what my dad firmly believed as like an and ocean scientist. And your dad scientist. is. Yes. Yeah. He was an ocean scientist and he was like, you don't need to go to outer space. The ocean has undiscovered, untold, amazing creatures, wonders. We're like learning new species every time. Yeah. That's why it's so crazy that, you know, climate change is happening so fast and the oceans are warming because it's like yeah everything's gonna... so your dad he thinks like the ocean is full of oh my god he knows it is because like has he was he seen my dad anything? has he told you any stories like while oh, he's yeah. in... have so you seen much. anything on the ocean like while you're fishing have you seen yeah. like crazy lights crazy or... shit oh no not like alien stuff but like yeah i mean i remember one night i was standing on the deck of the boat in southeast alaska and it was like late at night and we had the deck lights on and all of a sudden all of these like iridescent shimmering things started coming up from the bottom towards the surface and it was um mating squid and if you've never seen mating squid, like I they can't, glow? I, they they're sort of iridescent, right? Like they they change shape right. and color. And there were like, you know, a hundred a thousand of them all around the boat that, because they've been attracted by the deck the lights. lights. And they were mating, and it was just they're like hell yeah, we could see a orgy. <laughs> let's go! <laughs> it was crazy, <laughs> beautiful, you know, and the northern lights and all all that kind of stuff. It's just yeah, it's fundamentally makes you believe in something that's much bigger than you are. Obviously, yeah. always. How do you feel about Antarctica? I would love to go. We're not allowed to. Why not? There's like a world treaty where like we can't travel Antarctica. Oh, but you can just get like a job down at McMurdo Station. Well, you could get like, a, oh yeah, on the like fucking whatever confined area you're allowed, but you yeah. can't go like explore Antarctica. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm equipped to go I mean, explore we, somewhere like Antarctica. We were born to like, we're on this planet and there's all been exploration. I mean, yeah. that's what we learned about, like finding new things, exploring, and we're still exploring space. We're still exploring the fucking ocean. Mm -hmm. Why don't we explore Earth? We haven't even even touched Antarctica. Why are we going in Antarctica? What are they hiding from us, Mary Whoa, Jane? you want to go invade Antarctica? Because you they, think there's got alien stuff down there? I think, there is, I, I think Antarctica is a false... Really? I, I've I, never heard this theory. I'm on Google Earth a lot. Okay. And I try, I look all over the planet. I find a lot of crazy shit on this planet. I'm telling you, from satellites, you can find a lot of stuff. You don't need to watch movies or TV, man. I, Your brain is I'm just... I'm just out here just entertaining myself. Yeah, okay. And then... Um, 
you know when you go to antarctica it's it's weird like the satellite you can't even like really get pictures of maybe like you used to be able to look at the like the bases and the stations but okay. now you can't even access those and it's like when you look at the map it's like weird on the earth on google earth because i feel like it's not really there it's just like something else that's so wild also i'm really appreciating the music under this right now because it's so perfect it's from uh 2001 right a space odyssey yeah. <laughs> that's so perfect oh man Kentron's the best it's incredible <laughs> i just i just tuned into that and i was like that music for this particular part of this conversation is perfect the thing about kentron is like you know he listens to us and when he understands what we're talking about he'll like play the music to relate to that it's and my, it's I'm, just fucking he's just a talented man and so my cheeks are hot because i'm like so happy about this right now <laughs> <laughs> i have never heard of antarctica being like a hiding place for nefarious deeds of just, world powers just wow. start like just do a little google search or youtube video just like i mean listen i feel like you got to talk to the scientists like what are the scientists seeing because i don't think that they, google also Earth, they, they don't really tell the truth because they get paid scientists Science, yeah. No, I come from a family of scientists. I'm telling you that that is not true about scientists. Okay. They don't get paid. They make no fucking money. And their whole business is telling the truth. And anyone who doesn't believe that is wrong. <laughs> I'm here to tell you as someone who grew up with like a grandmother, a dad, and a sister who okay. were all scientists. They were not wealthy. And they told the truth. <laughs> There's a story about the scientists that went down to Antarctica. Okay. All right. Russian scientists. Okay. I forgot what well, they probably lie. They're Russian. See? Oh, Jesus. Exactly. There we go. So fuck my story. <laughs> it don't matter. No, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. But they're basically saying, like, they're being silenced. Even Russia's trying to silence them because, you know, the world treaty is like... Yeah, because they're telling the truth. Because here we are, like, everyone's fighting over bullshit, but we all agree about Antarctica. Like, that... How does that make sense? Huh. How does that make sense? We have a, an agreement that none of us will go to Antarctica, but let's just fucking disagree about all this other bullshit that doesn't make sense. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to some scientists. Talk about to some Antarctica. scientists about Antarctica. There's a lot of theories about it. Okay. But there's this one Russian uh, scientist that went down there. They found a lake. It's like 2,500 like feet in under a glacier, and okay. they found this like this just uninhabited, untouched ecosystem. Beautiful. It was just a. Uh, uh, life under a glacier that hasn't been exposed to any humans yeah and they found i forgot what the subject was called but they found an octopus it was like 30 feet long wow and just living there they had all sorts of like fishes and just yeah. life in there that just they didn't identify right the octopus was aggressive yeah i would be right? too fuck off Random get, get out of here why are so, you in my house one of the scientists <laughs> uh, the tentacles like attacked it sounds like it's a crazy story but listen I'm... one of the tentacles grabbed one of the the scientist divers okay cut off of the tentacle and they no, escaped i don't believe this right they had the fucking machete whatever you're going to a whole new they didn't have machetes they were scientists divers? yeah i mean what the hell you're not gonna go and protect if you're going to a whole new ecosystem like you don't know lions and tigers and bears Definitely oh didn't go in with machetes whatever they had they got attacked they took one of the tentacles and went back to the boat okay and fucking escaped right okay the the woman diver that sliced the tentacle mm -hmm. ended up dying on the boat because a tentacle attacked her. This is the plot to a movie that I would love to see. Listen. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. Listen. That sounds like on the on the level of like The Abyss, which is a very good watery movie about fucking weird alien shit. You know they have like 
nine brains and eight hearts and they could fit in like a quarter inch and like yes, they change colors shit, and they could walk on land and they like yeah I don't know, man. That shit. Octopus. I don't eat octopus because they're so I don't cool. Yeah, they're cool. They're aliens. I don't want them to come back and attack me like you ate our people. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'd fuck that. Yeah, don't fucking incite their rage. No, I'll eat salmon. Rage. Yeah, yeah, eat the salmon. Let me get some tight, spicy tuna, some yellowtail. I'm out of here. All about it. Yeah, fuck that. Have some people, fucking tilapia. And, and octopus is like chewy. It's like the consistency is weird. It's, I think it's delicious. It's not human. Do you like calamari? No, I don't like no. You don't fuck with calamari. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay, I do love a plate of calamari. Mm -mm. I'm not mussels. Oh really? Mm -mm. You're not a shellfish I, person? I'll do like the oysters, but they gotta be like the small oysters. I can't do like the big loogie portion oysters. Yeah, you gotta do the little briny. Got, yeah, yeah, the little ones, dude. And I like you little know the little tapatio, little mm -hmm. you know, horse whatever, the little lime juice, lemon juice, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I can't do like the big loogie loads. Have you ever seen a gooey duck clam? That's like a whole hog. No. Like it looks like a nine-inch hog. It's crazy. No. It looks like a giant hog stuffed into a shell. No. It's wild. Absolutely not. <laughs> we went to La Bocaria in Barcelona, me yeah. and my wife, and we went, it's like the fresh market spot, and they had fresh seafood there, and they yeah. had like, they had everything. I mean, there's a video about it on my YouTube, but they have fresh, fresh like oysters, mm. right? And they're so huge good. oysters, right? Like fucking bigger than your cell phone oysters. And the dude cracks it open and all the seawater falls out. Yeah. Like that's how fresh it is. He, and all the juice comes out and then he just gives it and then you could top it. And my girl eats it and it's just like this big ass fucking. And then it's like holding onto the shell and got that little extra. It's that. Like, my girl's Latina, you know, she's like fucking turkey neck and fucking all the sorts of shit. So I'm like. Hell no. Yo, oh, sensual, man. Like no. that big fat oyster sliding down your throat. It's, yeah, it's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Gooey ducks are crazy. Yes, you know, they're, they're fucking nuts. They're like these huge ass clams that burrow into the substrate underwater. And the gooey duck fishing industry is amazing because they go down basically with like fire hoses down on the bottom of the, on the seafloor. And they use these fire hoses like to like pressure, just mm -hmm, push them out. Pressure wash these giant clams out of the. Fuck them. Seabed. Fucking assholes, let them live. <laughs> They're, you know, it's a huge fishery. Damn. Yeah, it's wild. You got all the fucking ocean knowledge. I, I mean, I really was lucky to grow up around, like, my dad and my sister getting me out on the water a lot. And then, like, working on the water, that's something that so many people just don't get the opportunity to do. And it taught me so much. I went fishing at the Puget Sound. Mm -hmm. Deep sea fishing. Yeah. Shout out to the Cali Connection, swerving the boys. Yeah. We were up there for the Seattle High Times Cannabis Cup. Yeah, disaster. <laughs> the parking lot the parking lot's fucking I was swap. on the high times team at that time that cup almost didn't happen oh. it was nuts they yeah we like ended pulling up pulling our permits and it was great we ended up being in like four different parking lots it was great it was great that was the first time I ever saw a dab was oh, yeah? that cup that's crazy mm -hmm. so at that cup we went fishing at like after the cup in the Puget Sound and I'm there I'm, you know I'm a delicate dude from the valley I'm not really <laughs> a flower yeah I, I'm you know live on a cul-de-sac and shit it just sounds good <laughs> so uh, we're fishing it's my turn whatever uh, I catch a salmon right like a fucking big ass salmon like a coho what the, I don't there's know. five different kinds of Pacific salmon no dude. You it was know like this kind. big okay <laughs> and then like after I pull it they told me to club it yeah yeah you gotta gaff it whack it in the head you gotta kill it you can't just like, let it like suffocate yeah so they're like whack it mm -hmm. I'm like hell no it's like over there it's like what are you doing to me they're like hit it and yeah. they gave me the club I'm like I don't wanna hit it I feel bad you gotta hit it and then so I go ahead I'm like a I do like a little 
god Cause I felt bad And then the fish got mad And it just started like Yeah And then the dude just takes the club And goes Wah! And this was like Pah! And I felt so bad after that Oh I was like I can't I don't want to catch fish That I have to club Can I just fucking I mean It is an intense experience To take something's life It truly is And I know what you're saying And it's not something That everyone can How do How many salmon's have you clubs? 100,000 salmon <laughs> <laughs> That my, is just, my dad taught me to fish when I was really little. Like he taught so my sister and me like, both to fish, and he was like, you know, it's, that's a great skill to have, though. It's something that you're doing also to respect the fish, because then he would like, you know, he would he'd catch and release fairly often. Like he was just like looking into the ecology of a stream. It's the best way to do that is like catch the fish that live in it, you know, tag them, weigh them, see what they were eating, let them go. If you're not dissecting them, like it's just it's important to be in touch with the natural world. Yeah. Right? So. He, I think my first fish that I ever caught was when I was probably like six or something. With a hook? With a hook. And then he taught me to fly fish later, like in my teens. And then, um, yeah, and then we would like on the boat in Alaska, we would just drag a herring around to put a herring on a hook and then toss that in the water and the salmon love it. It's awesome. There's levels to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, shout out to you. You've done so much. I learned so much. Wow. Thank you for having me. This what? is the best time. Uh, I learned so much. The live chats loved you. I'm sure everyone listening to this is going to love you. Mary Jane Gibson, uh, where are you at? Where can people find you? I know we can keep talking for hours and yeah. we're already way over. Well, check out <laughs> <laughs> my podcast is called Weed and Grub. That is with Mike Glazer, uh, friend, of the, friend of this show. And um, he's a lot of fun. And uh, He's a funny guy and we have a good time riffing. And then I have uh, It's the Mayo for Me is my social media sandwich and sexism project. That's It's the Mayo for Me on TikTok, Instagram. I try and put it everywhere. I get tired though. It's a lot, you know? Posting shit is like exhausting. Yes. <laughs> it's like how many fucking cross platforms are there? I'm on threads now and I'm like, what is this? Why are we here? Fucking Twitter. It's a nightmare. Yeah, I know. Did you see that the that Elon Musk's fucking X rebrand? Uh -huh. like he put the sign up on the building and they had to take it down after three days. Why? Too that bright. dude is such a fucking. He's an alien. He's not human. Ding dong. I don't think he's from here. Really? Uh huh. I believe that. I think he. He's fucking weird. I think he wasn't accepted wherever he's from, and <laughs> so they we like got him. So he came here because he knows we have resources and we're just like people that can believe shit and we're gullible. Wow. So he is introducing us to a lot of technology. Mm. So because he's secretly trying to build his little spaceship back to wherever he's going and he's testing all these rockets right now to make sure he's got the technology. He's introduced us to electric vehicles. He also created his own currency. Mm -hmm. Remember the cryptocurrency and what was the catchphrase of the currency? I have no it idea. was Doge to the moon. Okay. Because he needs to get back to the moon because that's that fucking space station where you can go to any other planet from our galaxy. That's like the fucking international docking station for all the ancient astronauts that are out there. Man, I came for the cannabis, but I'm staying for the conspiracy theories. Listen, we can smoke weed all day. Shout out. You got a nice bag of weed, too. I got the best bag of weed. I'm what? so fucking excited about it. Where is it? You want you, <laughs> Shout out to Apothecary again. Yeah, Apothecary 420 hooked it up. You got all flowers. Yes, all flower. The uh, Apothecary OG Jack. Jack. Hell yeah. And then some apple fritter. From Blitz. We got that. Love it. Hell yes. And then we got the OG... Uh, the Dizzy OG. Dizzy Hell OG. yeah, that crown special. He was on the show too. We love Dizzy, right? That's so awesome. And yeah. then we've got uh, shout out to Cannabiotics. Love these guys. Been a fan for a long time since. Let me get a bowl. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. It's the Mountain Sage. I mean, yeah. 
that truly gave me goosebumps. Well, listen, you said you love sativas. That was one of my favorite sativas that's on the shelf, and you did smell it, and you're like, look, I got goosebumps. Yeah, actually, I think I said my nipples got hard. You did say that. Mm -hmm. You did. Mm. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I make sandwiches about sexism, and I also like being kind of, you know, goofy about our bodies. Why listen, not? Listen, you're, you're amazing. Chat loved you. Everyone loves you. It's an honor to have you here. Thank you for taking time out of your day. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me in this spot. Like, this looks so good. Oh, Everything thank is, you. And, like, just We're trying. shout out first. You like the holograms? You see the art? I love art? it. Yeah. It's like, hell that yeah. So tight. We got a bunch. I don't, we're trying to figure it out. This is like the first time with the setup, so. It's amazing. And shout out to your staying power. You know, like, I know how hard it is to just stay. <laughs> <laughs> stay connected, stay stay in the game, and you've done it with like grace and humor throughout for such a long time now. So you're such an OG at this I point. I appreciate the words, thank you, especially from you. Well, you know, we, I know how opinionated you are, so I appreciate that. And we we all know now at this point that there are people who showed up like three years ago and they're like conferring status upon themselves. That's just Listen. mind boggling. You're like, what are you talking about? You just got here. Yeah, all I can what are you do about? is just you know be true to who I am and be real, and you know I don't push products I don't consume. You know, I don't fall to all this other shit. And, you know, I feel like, you know, that's what kind of kept me real and relevant because I'm just not saying yes to everything. And you're kind. You've got a good heart. Well, you know? I appreciate it. I, you know, other people think different. <laughs> you seen it. You mentioned it. But it's nobody. It's not your business what anybody else fucking thinks of you, right? I don't know, but, you know. Sweet. People, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know why we got that. Listen, Mary Jane, it's been great. And it's Mary Jane. You got to say Mary Jane, right? Mary Jane. Um, it's not Mary. You oh, know did I correct you on that one time? I don't, I don't, I don't I remember. I get spicy about it. I'm, I can turn into a real bitch sometimes. So Listen, MJ's I'm a good. great asshole too, so we're good. I've, I really had like, there's a side of me, so. So it's Mary Jane. Mary Jane or MJ's good too, but yeah, I don't really answer to Mary, and I get kind of bound out of shape for no reason. I'm trying to work on it, but um, I don't know why. I think it's because my full name is Mary Jane's real name. I was named for my Irish great aunt, and when I was a little girl, um, I was called Jane by some people or Mary Jane, but never just Mary. So it really feels like Mary is not my name. So if you meet me and call me Mary, sometimes I get a little spicy about it. Sorry. When did you realize like Mary Jane, marijuana, my name is Mary Jane. They're like, hell yeah, I was like, born of this. When I was like old, like when I was like <laughs> fucking, old? I was, I was like 20. That's not old. Come on. I, I was fully 20 but before like I realized what But you were in like on. Newfoundland with like 40 families. Yeah, and a bunch of seals. <laughs> yeah. And, Talk and, about uh, clubbing things. That's what we like to do up there. Is, you know, what? Whack is that real? Mm-hmm. Why? That's the seal hunt. That's the, like the... Do you have to do that to like population control or... I, on the way to school every day, man. Whack them. Just for fun? Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know if you're trolling me or not right now. There is a seal hunt in Newfoundland. Newfoundland is very famous for a seal hunt. And in the 80s, Greenpeace got very involved in the seal hunt because they were killing the little baby seals, oh. which are white coats, and they're the absolute cutest. Mm -hmm. And they were not using them for the meat. They were only using them for, for the, the coats. fur. Yeah, so it was horrible. But the actual subsistence hunt, which is like a hunt where people will put seal meat in their freezer and then feed the family for the entire winter. You've had seal meat? does exist. I have had seal meat. How's that? Seal flipper pie, baby. What? That's what. I never thought that was a thing. It's a real thing. It's like the anyone shoulder. in here have seal? <laughs> anyone thought about eating seal? Never, yeah. What? Yeah, I didn't enjoy it, but my what? dad used to love it. What does it taste like? It's really um, rich and um, like when you break into the crust of it's kind of like a pot pie. It's, that's how they prepare seal flipper pie, and it's delicious with the vegetables and everything. You can kind of smell the ocean though. A little is that, bit. that was gonna ask? Is it like fishy-ish, like oceany? It is oceany. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, it's, like it's, like a fish steak. It's not for me, but it was definitely interesting. But I like game, you know. I like eating gamey stuff. 
like venison and moose and yeah. caribou and i've always enjoyed that kind of stuff what's like the weirdest meat that you, i think seals the weirdest meat you've eaten that's like other people find because you just you Seal, ate moose probably. yeah we moose is a big um we would often get moose meat where i was from they're like fucking seven feet tall they're like enormous 600 about, yeah feeding family you could feed like the several village. families mm -hmm. yeah yeah what is moose meat like it's super it's again like very that dark like and forest? gamey and foresty and earthy yeah <laughs> like it what does. they eat they eat fucking like yeah pine cones and shit twigs and berries baby damn <laughs> yeah moose meat it's good i really like moose and i love caribou meat too which is like Are, again like that kind of like venison i just like gamey stuff i guess that's canada in canada in newfoundland is that Canada? It is. Only recently. They joined Canada in 1949. What, what was it before? Sovereign. It was under the Brits for a long time as a fishing colony. That's on. Is that on the East Coast? Yeah, it's where the Titanic sank. When that submersible went missing, that I was in St. John's. I was visiting my mom. So you saw all the media there. And they brought all of the, the wreckage of that crazy billionaire <gasps> submersible into my hometown, into the harbor. And did you like, see it? Oh. Did you go to it? I did not. I stayed away. But, That's um, weird. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I have a whole theory about that too. We don't even get it. That's a whole other sure, topic. To do with aliens and Antarctica uh, and Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, the, no, the okay. whole other thing about oh, wow. about uh, world finances. Okay. Because like the you know why the Titanic sank or what the theory is behind that? No, right? is there a fucking theory behind? Yeah, it, it was like it a whole conspiracy. What? Yeah, about the Titanic because there was a lot of wealthy people on there that were running a lot of like financial institutions any ocean liner crossing the atlantic at that time was going to be wealthy people yeah. poor people two, didn't have and them. there were two people that were supposed to be on it that aren't on it oh and now they are top financial you think the sinking of the titanic was rigged for world financial domination by two people listen there's a lot of shit going on out there mary jane i know there is but you need to <laughs> i do a show on sundays called temp hill uh -huh. It's like Tampa. It's like a, we do like conspiracy theory shows and we just talk about different subjects and then we look and we go into it like a deep. I guess that's like content I consume too. I, I watch a lot of weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch like scripted like TV or movies, but I watch like conspiracy theory stuff or like I guess like just people content. Just mm -hmm. like people's vlogs and YouTube videos. Yeah. I guess that's what I watch. I like it. I realized it. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, we can keep talking, Mary Jane. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> it's been wait, wait, what's the whack attack? Oh, please stop. Who said that? <laughs> no, no. Don't look at my chat. I'm looking. What is Don't it? Don't look at my chat, dude. What is it? Um, the whack attack is a dance I do. Okay. Yeah. Who said it? That makes you me saw feel it earlier. Yeah, just that. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, they say we need Mary John, Mary Jane on the regular, dude. Uh, what? Chill. Thank you. Yeah, I have a couple shows. We'll talk, Mary Jane. We'll talk. Okay. There's a lot going we'll on. Listen. You were the fucking host of the. Oh my God! No, we're not are doing you it. No. Are you didn't Someone... do the How are these sounds coming? Listen, I have redemptions on this on this live stream. I thought I turned it all off. Does everyone know about uh, High Q? That was the other thing that I've done with oh, you. Oh, they, they, yeah. Some people know about okay. it. Yeah, you're have such you a good seen host. it? Yeah, you're such a good host. Did you see the episode? I was in the first episode. Did you watch it? Yeah, did you? Yeah, of course. I saw all six. Yeah. yeah. Abdullah creamed us. I mean, you know, the editing was cool on it. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. I feel like they left a lot of the jokes out. They definitely left jokes out. Yeah. They were they needed more comedy yeah, because, editors. Yeah, were, yeah. We made some good jokes. We made great jokes and like your final answer didn't relate to anything because they left out the whole story to your final answer. I seeded a joke through that whole fucking episode about Kelly Malloy. I know. And they invited, I was like, yo. <laughs> but I was, you know, see, I think was that was sexist. Though. It was good. <laughs>
<laughs> Listen, guys, it's the Getting High with Show with Mary J. Gibson. Listen, please, chill. Uh, yeah, Hi Q, you can check that out. Um, Hi Q was a game show I did uh, on Alter TV. Shout out to Hyperwolf. Um, they, uh, it was basically a trivia show, and we had three rounds, and it was a cool, it was written great. Shout out to Rob Fee. Yeah. And, you know, you can find it on YouTube or Roku or some platform. Great. <laughs> Only the best guests. The coolest. <laughs> you know, we guests. try. We try. I try to do things differently, Mary Jane. You know, you've seen me throughout the years. I just try to. You did the best, ma'am. <laughs> You're yep. just saying that because I'm sitting right No, here. I truly <laughs> talk about you when you're not around like that, dude. Stop. I don't, I'm not different when I'm with you. Listen, That's I can send you a whole meeting. What you meet. see no, is what you playing. get. If, yeah, I'm real. Thank you. I appreciate you, Mary I'm Jane here. Gibson. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> the third. Fuck. All right. I think we got raided. Shout out to the raid. Listen. Wow. We've been great. You've been amazing. Uh, we'll love to have you back. I have a potline show where I take live call-ins and I have people sit in on the couch. Yes. And, uh, and we take live calls and we talk about whatever. It's uh, like, remember Loveline? Yes, of so course. So it's kind of like Loveline, but, you know, we call it the potline. And you just call in and we smoke weed and talk whatever people want to talk about. I would love to come and hang for mm -hmm. that. I love giving advice and telling people how to live their lives. We'll you know, make it happen. Listen to me. I got all the I got all the ways to tell you what to do. Listen, love love your opinion. That's why you got <laughs> millions of views on your uh, uh, IG and TikTok. I did crack a million. <laughs> I did. I did. I truly did. Let's go. Listen, you're amazing. Again, Mary Jane Gibson. Mary Jane Gibson. Thanks, y'all. This has been the best time. I appreciate all y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for being here. You can find us everywhere. Shout out to all the growers out there. You know, without you guys and us, we'll be here smoking. I uh, appreciate everyone listening to the podcast, dude. Right here, the Getting Highway Show. Shout out to Apothecary and Crown OG for keeping us high. Uh, Mary Jane Gibson, of course, and all you guys for chilling out. Shout out to uh, Eric, Lucas, Travis, and of course, Kentron on the keys. That's it. See you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye 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 bye